That's why I don't have a sneaker deal. Because if you say something that people don't like, they'll take your fucking shoes off. <laughs> if Martin Luther King had a sneaker deal, we'd still be on the back of the bus. <laughs> they always true. The Nike exec come up. Hi, Martin. Uh, we need you to tone down the talk of civil rights and uh, blacks being humans. It's, it's upsetting our southern distributors. But I don't understand. I thought that's why I had a sneaker deal in the first place. Not quite. Uh, really, it's a walking shoe, and we like the marching, but uh, try to understand. And welcome back to WTF and Bonadil. Deal. I'm Spicy Ryan, and I like your mama's cream cheese on my falafel with... The Fox Danger. And today, we are going to be talking about the March 2023 update and its brevity, and that's for sure. Yeah. I, I wasn't expecting much at all, but we got, like, one of the more exciting things that we have seen out of them in a while, so it's pretty cool. The bar is uh, at a certain point, which I'm not saying that to be like, oh, this game's fucking quality. So I'm just saying the bar is at a certain point where when we get like a really cool belt that uh, <laughs> takes something that's like 15 years old being uh, bis and gives us something that is uh, beyond bis is uh, is nice to get a dramatic item like that. Yeah, I want to wear it in like most sets. <laughs> it's a very little downside. But um, before we yeah. get to that, Fox... Yeah. How are you doing? I'm doing okay, I think. <laughs> um, coming up on finals week next week, so maybe things will calm down for me. Who knows? Um, I hope they will. Uh, everything looks like it's pretty on course, though, so I don't have a ton to worry about. Um, as far as in games concerned, I haven't really like, done a lot. <laughs> uh, we... You know, since the last time, like we cleared uh, embos, which I think we may talk about. Yes, really wasn't too difficult though. Um, I've been trying to kill N guy with my group. We're trying to uh, work on people's DT sets to accomplish that. You know, Fox, uh, you say it wasn't too difficult, but we had like seven seconds left when we beat him. Maybe fifteen seconds. So we fucked up a lot too. <laughs> this, this is true. I can't wait yeah, when I put that video. There's a lot on. that went wrong. I can't yeah. wait when I put that video on. I start getting like, oh, why why did you fuck up everything in the comments again? Like uh I put out the Ongo video and it was all these comments like, you know, you should be doing this, this. I'm like, I know I should be. Was the, the, you know, you see, there's no practice. It need to practice. The video is gonna be important because when we you tell people to get good, it's gonna supply context to them. Yeah, I like putting out videos where everything gets fucked up and we win and we do well. Yeah. TP move goes off, we still win, or we're just out of sync and fucking up. Yeah. So, like, they're going to understand that when we say get good, it means their bar must be really fucking low. So, I think yeah. as, um, as more difficult as 25... No, you finish your thing first. Go on. The, oh, no, I was going to ask how you were doing. Oh, okay. Um, um, I am having... I pulled out the uh, Brooklyn... Uh, Russian Imperial black chocolate stout from the closet because I need something to console me for the sad email I received, Fox. If you remember last time, I talked about seeking a Polish lawyer to check on the ability to reclaim uh, the citizenship. I was going to say like San Sangui, whatever fuck it is. Um, citizenship of Poland and trying to get an EU passport that way. Unfortunately, due to technicalities, because they change things constantly, if my grandmother was born six years later, I would qualify. But because she was born six years before... Um, then it doesn't qualify based on the time frames. So that makes no sense to me, but that is the way they structured that. So 
because her father, she left Poland as an ethnic Ukrainian to uh, Jersey, and then she met uh, the natural-born U.S. citizen of two Ukrainian immigrants also living in her Ukrainian part of Jersey. Uh, and because he was born in America, and she and my grandmother was born from that mother uh, six years before the date where the mother's citizenship counts, she doesn't count because the uh, the father was American by birth, so it passes. It's hang on, hang on. I'm making a I'm making a flow chart. Yeah, it's just, it's just no. It was very disappointing because even though you know it technically would count, it's just the birth year of my grandmother was off by six years, so it doesn't count. Lame. Yeah, it, it doesn't. It's annoying. It doesn't stop me. It just doesn't make it as easy as it could be. So I will drown my sorrows in an imperial staff. Yeah, I mean, I imagine it's there are other ways to get naturalized in other countries than just you know through birth. If you have to, you have to jump through their legal hoops. Then I would say, if it's worth it in the end, we'll just go do it. Right? Carrot is the same thing with uh, her reclaiming her German citizenship, but she happens to fall on the right side of the cutoff just by. Yeah, like like six months right, to be on the right side of the cutoff because they changed the way because in Germany it's the same thing where like accounted for the father for a certain amount of time and then it starts counting for the mother for a certain amount of time and they changed the rules based on if it was on this yeah. period. It was like it's ridiculous the way they do that. Yeah, it's like it doesn't make sense to me because it just seems like random arbitrary criteria. It's like oh, your law from until 1951 was that only the father counted, then the mother started counting. Why wouldn't you just retroactively? You know, if if that counted for the father in 1910, why does it not count 19... Whatever. It's, it's fucking stupid. Yeah. It doesn't change the blood and ethnicity there, so whatever. That's Poland, though. Fuck Poland. No, Poland's a nice place. So. <laughs> Fuck Poland. Yeah, I don't, I don't get what I want out of their immigration <laughs> services. So fuck them. Well, if, you know, fucking Italy, they handed out like Skittles, and it's you know, that's the the pride of the Italians. Everyone's Italian. It's like it's like oh St. Patrick's Day. Everyone's Irish. I'm sure Italy's nice. Uh, no, well, Italy, Italy's nice. It's just I don't have from adoption of an Italian great grandparent. I don't have papers to prove because the father is not. So it's whatever. It's okay. That's broken part of the family tree. The old, the old great grandfather doing the the hanky panky wherever he feels like. Oh, okay. I I assume that's the story because the tree is broken. I don't know. I don't. I don't ask these questions. Well. That's an I Italian. Don't <laughs> That's a very Italian thing, if I do say so myself. <laughs> oh man! Just trying to think of like a random Italian name. Be like, you know, <laughs> Francesca, Francesca, open your window, come down and give me some. Oh, Mario, I don't know if I can. How will we have the ancestry passed down? Don't worry about that, Francesca. I need you now. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, the ancestry is something you worry about later. That would be the little problem of the Bambino, not our problem now. <laughs> Otherwise, um, things are going all right. If we want to do more, more offensive things. So, at work, a guy complained that his kid doesn't want to drive. And he's like, well, when I was his age, all I wanted to do was drive. You know, driving is freedom. I, I just can't understand not wanting to drive. And it's this this whole nonsense about, it's like, well, did you ever think that, one, your kid's not you, and two, this is Jersey? Because, Fox, let's go to our Driving in Jersey segment. Coming home this week, someone decided to stop around a corner at a traffic light. So the traffic light is an intersection with a corner. It's a weird one. And they decided to stop around the corner. So you don't see this person stopped in a one lane. They just blocked all traffic because they wanted to go into the liquor. I don't know what the fuck they did. They just literally stopped all traffic. Hmm. So... And you can't see until you come around the bend of this traffic light, and it's a 
busy intersection, so you can't just like stop in the intersection. It's so what happened was I'm coming the non-blocked way, and a semi-truck is coming that way and suddenly sees this person in the corner and has to swerve because it's a semi and can't just stop around a bend. And it has to swerve into oncoming traffic, which is me. And the semi, ha- I'm like, oh, let me just hit my brakes then. And the semi's coming right at me to get past this vehicle. And I'm just, I'm sitting there and I go, no wonder. Why would the fuck would you someone to drive in this state when people do this goddamn horseshit? These fucking pricks. So I, know, I wouldn't want to. Oh, it's ridiculous. <laughs> have you ever seen someone stop around a bend at a, a fucking stoplight and have a semi have to go around them into oncoming traffic in a one lane? It's ridiculous. Anyway, so besides the semi nearly sideswiping me, which would have been, I would have been so fucking mad. And besides my wife getting upset when I told the story and said I'm going to start carrying a brick because I've had it with these goddamn pricks. I'm going to start throwing bricks. Uh, besides her getting upset with me at that. Good luck with that. Yeah, oh, I've had it. I've had it. It's the, the people in the state and the way they fucking drive. It's always, it's a running theme. They're driving in Jersey. It's terrible. <laughs> they, they said, well, you know, driving is freedom. <laughs> and it's like, well, wh- what is this? What is driving as freedom? I So on the spot after I heard that, I go, so basically, uh, you know, all that had to be done is, my brothers and sisters, we're going to get in the jalopies and go over that Selma Bridge and we're going to let freedom ring because driving is freedom. And I, I, you know, had to start equating. It's, it's Yeah? It's, it's so stupid. I mean, I have a car, but I mean, I used to walk all those, all sorts of places back in the day. Like, I guess driving's freedom, but it's also expensive. <laughs> when we go over that bridge, they're going to see how free we are. It's ridiculous. Driving is not freedom. It's fucking stupid. Driving is, yeah, is a burden. It's convenient. It, it can be, but driving is a burden. Who wants to drive? Well, when you live in a normal state, it's convenient. Well, if you live in, like, you know, Wisconsin or Wyoming, where no one's all Wyoming, especially where no one fucking lives, then yeah, it's great. But also, why would you want to have to drive fucking hours in one direction and go get groceries because you live in Wyoming. You got no ambulance because no one lives there. I feel like that's taking it to an extreme it doesn't need to go to. Because, like, I live in Washington, right? And Washington's a lot better than Wyoming. Well, yeah, I mean, there, I don't have to drive an hour to get somewhere, that's for sure. Unless I'm, like, going to a different city. <laughs> and we only have idiots in Seattle, so I don't, I don't bother going there ever because... Well, at least I never drive there because you could just walk there. Um, Seattle's like the other extreme where instead of having nothing around there's too much at once and it's just miserable to navigate it's pretty miserable to navigate yeah Yeah. um it's think about think about some of the traffic issues that you have it's not as bad I'm sure but think about that but also think about hills with like a ridiculous grade as well like factored into it and there you have Seattle And there are people driving manual vehicles who don't know how to drive manual vehicles. <laughs> manual vehicles. Who stop on who stop on hills that you cannot set like like if you were on the sidewalk you couldn't set your beverage down on the ground because it would fall down and roll like a block. <laughs> like it's that kind of shit. And uh, yeah, you have people driving driving uh, stick shifts and they don't know how to do it and they like stopped on there and I always think they're gonna fucking hit me when they're rolling back. So basically, I could compare Seattle to, like being as shitty as the Cross Bronx Expressway uh, by Sheepshead Bay or something? Yeah, I mean, if it sounds equivalent, sure. It just Seattle's the only place where I have intentionally broken the law to avoid a car accident, so... <laughs> like, I, I, dro- I, drove, I drove a block the wrong way down the street. But you just drove down the wrong way? Yeah, there's nothing I could do. It was a one-way street, and I did not want to get, you know, hit by someone else running a light, so I just went down that road. That's there something no cops, see, fortunately. That's something you see in, like, the five boroughs or something. Yeah, I guess. I don't know, man. People just do that shit. Yeah. Traffic, man. 
Either way, so in-game, I've been working on Dancer. Today I wanted to work on Scholar and, and get my care set finished that I've never finished because I started working on Dancer, but I've uh, been doing that stuff, so I've been picking up gear, and now I'm going to run into the dilemma of needing to find a way to use this gear, as in find space to keep it appropriately organized and find what I can get rid of or whatever. That's a that's another burden. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't want to get that extra wardrobe yet, Fox, but I'm... I'm pushing it to the limit. Hey, man, that extra wardrobe is freedom, and you can drive that wardrobe <laughs> to another estate, I guess. It's nice. I mean, you you fight that extra, what is it, like $4 or something, as long as you can. But Judge I me mean, not by the content of, <laughs> of my inventory, but the, the size of my wardrobe. Look, man, my broadcast does it, and it's a wonderful quality of life upgrade. It is. It is. <laughs> I also got yeah. to fight Dynamis Lord on Cat's Eye. That was that was a good time. Yeah, and by, I, I remember doing that. You know, back when it was relevant on you know retail. Yeah, yeah, and uh, <laughs> it's all the experience you might imagine. I was the only black mage who was sleeping the dragons. I was the only black mage who ate food. I was the only black mage landing all my things, and I was. Wait, you guys slept the dragons? Like you just kite them back to the start, right? Well, <laughs> what happened is you, you kill the dragons because that's when you can start doing damage to Dynamis Lord. You get to kill them yeah. both within twenty seconds or whatever. And then yeah. they respawn, but you don't have to kill them again, so you just have to keep sleeping them. Oh, that's right. I was yep. thinking something else. Yep. So you got to keep sleeping them, and I was the only black mage doing sleepka. So it was only one landing, too. Everyone else getting resistant because they do not level cooking to make pear crepes, which I brought stacks of pear crepes. Oh, boy. Can you imagine pear crepes at 75? Uh, having, like, food that's relevant? Yeah, it'd be oh, great. Man. I remember fucking... Was it Snow Gelato? Snow Gelato is just HP and uh, HP recoverable healing? RMP recoverable healing? It's like, it had like int on it or something. <laughs> I think it's two int or something stupid. Yeah, but I mean, I remember that that shit was premium. Paracrape's like two <laughs> int and like 45 magic accuracy, which is insane for 75. Oh yeah, yeah, because you like, you'd be lucky if you had like a grand total of like 20 magic accuracy across all your gear. Well, for Enfeebling, you have all that gear. You had, like, the Ikara head for 10, the AF body for 10, the Ikara legs for 10. Yeah. You know, but, I mean, it was it's very hard to get magic accuracy on those jobs. So it's the yeah. difference between resisting and not. But if you have access to all these grapes and stuff, you'd think you would just fucking use them. But, yeah. So maybe we killed the dragons and then kited them off. Yes. Yeah, that sounds right. Yep, I was sleeping them because it's what we had. They, they were using uh, an Ifrit and a Garuda to make uh, lights for people to magic burst on. But I was the, oh. only, was the only black mage casting DOTs, including burn and choke and shock. No one else is doing that at all. And I was the only black mage with enough sense to stand at a range because I don't, I don't understand. And use re-raise because I had to pull the old and party. Re-raise check because I could, I could target people now that when we didn't have a 75, you could see what people's buffs are with the party status thing built into the game now. So I start targeting people in the party to see if they have re-raise on, and their sub-white mage just not using re-raise. And I say it in party, re-raise check, and they still don't use re-raise, and they die, and they have to have people raise them, which is fucking obnoxious. I distinctly remember going to that on red mage, and I want to think that I was red mage sub-dark for stun. Yes, because it casts death. I can't remember. I couldn't remember if I was remembering that right, though, because I thought... That it might have been immune. Yeah, stun death. There it is. Yeah, so I mean, I remember doing that. I also remember weapon bashing him because people thought that that was some crazy shit that you could pull that off. And then um, people used to be amazed by weapon bash all the time. It was it was so crazy to watch 
what to do it on red mage and then like watch people freak out and then uh i, I remember chain stunning him too during one of the pushes imagine having seven black mages and none of them cast on that would be incredible yeah yeah we won they, they just, just took get the fuck out of my party i guess yeah well you know we were just more professional back then i don't know but <laughs> Just to show you how some things never change, Fox, no matter what level you play, uh, it is everyone standing in range to get one shot by uh, Terra Slash or whatever. It's like, come on, guys. <laughs> when you're a summoner it's getting chilling. killed, it's like 15 yams. Go to fucking 15 I mean, yams. People at 119 are getting killed by it. So. <laughs> yeah. And it's super funny. Yeah. It's just... But I did not die, and I, I did my job. I tractored people out of there, too, because apparently I'm a person with a fucking tractor or something. Yeah, you know, all these great black mage spells that are so great at 75 and don't really have too much context at, at you know, nowadays when you don't have to tractor someone out of combat generally. It, it still happens at, at retail nowadays, but you, it's more of a thing than in the past you need the tractor more. So, you know, it's just nice to nice to go back and have the, the, the wherewithal that people, you know, when everyone else doesn't have it and isn't, I guess, swapping gear, whatever the fuck they're doing. It's nice to be, you know, oh, I had the wherewithal after everything I've been through, so now I get to I get to be the cool kid. I have I have spatial awareness. I can stand out of range. I didn't know you could fuck up that much and still win. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, when you got a couple paladins and uh, and a few black mages and a couple summoners, you can they can zombie and skill chain or whatever and stand out of range. Yeah, I suppose that is true. Yep. I don't know. I remember not fucking up on it. So I, you you know you would think I, you would be able to avoid fucking up on it, but. I don't know. There's like no way I can recant the story without sounding like some sort of elitist that did super elite things and like a nostalgia Fox. period nobody cares about. But like, honestly, I feel like we were a lot more coordinated back then because we had to be like there was less room to fuck up like you're like you're talking about. I, I think we were not better coordinated back then in terms of players, because back then I felt like at 75 in that day. And I think it still reflects the lackadaisical private server player experience in terms of the quality of the players on there. I think it still reflects back then. I remember a lot of people just being really fucking shitty and being in an alliance with, you know, maybe a third of them just being other garbage and they find their way in because they can play bard or they can play black mage. Like the bard just standing there doing bow and oh, nothing else. People. You know, there wasn't, there's there was often not even a conversation. I used to just kick people if they weren't paying attention. Yeah. I mean, that, that's a thing too. But just regularly running into people who just are just whatever. <laughs> just never stand in and out of range or just die or whatever, not bring re-rays, well, stand around. I'm glad you had a, a quality level 75 cap experience with not level 75 cap food. <laughs> hey, pear crepes, man. I still got resisted on burn and stuff. Okay, I mean, I would say my land rate was like 80%. That's with the crepe, man. Either way, so without further ado or any uh, not as funny when I try to retell the Martin Luther King joke. <laughs> it we was never funny. To, we should probably not try to retell that joke. <laughs> it, was, it was never funny. Just to just throw it out there. No, I already told that joke. I know. I know. We, we should not, though. <laughs> you know, they didn't have to walk across the bridge. They could have just driven because driving is freedom. So free. Could have saved the entire brutal, you know, showdown. All right. What am I supposed to click on about this update? <laughs> so this, a couple things. It's probably the podcast notes. I never go there. <laughs> All right. Professional, professional podcasters at this point. Oh, uh, you know, I had someone today, Fox, asking. Uh, I forget their name on a Sarah. Uh, not that they really care for a shout out. I guess they asked me right before we came on. Hey, I just started listening to your podcast. Da, 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 da. Is there anything else you could tell me about Puppet Master? <laughs> 
And it's like, well, I mean, I, I think what they really... That's a pretty open question. <laughs> yeah, because we have... I talk about Pup randomly, and we have that one Pup episode, but I think what people really want is just niche stuff. Because he was like, is it just me, or is there no page in the wiki for Pet Level Plus? And I'm like, no, there's not. There probably should be. But, I mean, it's not. Because that would yeah. take, take work. So if I don't do it, no one probably will. But maybe someone will. I've been surprised lately. There's been a lot of wiki shit going on. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I, you know, they're like, is when's the level and plus gear good? When do you use pup? As in, like, I, I want to take it to stuff, but I don't really know. And I'm like, well, I mean, just play it and have fun. At least you get questions like that, man. I get questions about Beastmaster, and it's always, like, the stupid, like, really simple shit that you could probably just look up. Do you have a Lua <laughs> for Beastmaster? No, I, I don't even go down that road with people. It, it's stuff like... If I don't have this weapon, should I use this weapon instead? You know, stuff that you should be able to figure out on your own or I... just like use the killer instinct guide for. Like, you don't need me as a guide. I only have a Gutler um, and I have these Gluttys Panther Zero. Is that good enough? I mean, it's good enough for a lot of things. Yeah, sure. Go for it, man. I need, I need to do the TP Thuck, though. I can beat M both V25. I mean, I, I would just be I would just be glad that they're at least asking questions about the relevancy of puffing content as opposed to yes. just trying to be a fucking gear guide for something. That's for sure. Yeah, because I you know I've kind of swayed away from the gear guiding. Yeah, not that I don't have them, but I've been I'm like I'm not you know I, I said my answer you was you say that as you post like forward answer sets today. Right? Well, those are from me, so I'm going to share what I'm using. Oh, right? okay. those are for me to, to theory craft around because <laughs> I could make them more in depth or better, but I just don't want to waste the inventory spots. So now that best in slot no longer matters because we have a uh, calculator for someone made to do that for us, I can just make whatever I feel like, use it or not. Which was always the attitude, but now I don't have to worry about if it's best in slot. I can I can be like, yeah, that looks good enough. <laughs> you know what i mean with something like waltzes that's always been the case yeah, it's like well, i mean is the person being cured and are you a corpse like those are like your two check boxes <laughs> i'm sure they could optimize the waltz set to meet certain criteria and the thing and do whatever but it's just sure. like eh, it's whatever <laughs> i don't know it's uh i think it's something that people are going way too deep on but i, I think that the waltz sets are better off as a fundamental idea and that like trying to define them with with some sort of like set of boxes that says you have gear in them is not really the the right way to go about it. But that's just an old argument for me on the case. It's so just yeah. Fox, we have a new entry has been added to the Voracious Resurgence. Players must speak to the Moogle in front of their house in their home nation, which is underlined and bolded for some reason because people are fucking stupid. Yeah, I did. It was great. Yeah, and, and that's <laughs> uh, you know that was that. Is there a fight involved for the belt or whatever? Or there is. I went in on Summoner and I flaming crushed it until it died. Is that so every one of them died? Is the like they said they're going to finish it in May? Why is Voracious Resurgence not hard? I want these missions and storyline to actually be difficult. They used to be more difficult before 119 and stuff like that. Why is it? I mean, there's there's a lot of fights in there that I were hoping were difficult. I knew that this was like your your standard like intermediary fodder fight full of monsters that you should be able to to crush. Um, that's why I went on Summoner and said something more serious. Because you like, I didn't want to make that sound like you like have to go in and flaming crush it to death. Like it wasn't even necessary. Like I, I was, I think I was meleeing in my cat vanga, and like my flaming crushes were still doing cap damage. So, yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty disappointing. <laughs> um, but all of those fights have been. It feels a lot like if I were a player doing Rhapsody's of Anadil, it feels like Rhapsody's of Anadil too. Yeah, it's, it's coming across like when I read them. 
Yeah, because like if you're if you're a character, if, like if, like if you're someone fighting like V twenty five content seriously and not just like shouting for it and hoping that someone can carry you, like if you're rolling in there with the kind of gear required for that and like the mindset of your jobs and things like that, you're just gonna crush everything in Braces Resurgence without trying. I remember and when Adeline, basically when Adeline missions were newer and you got to the uh, the point where you had to fight the 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 whatever the the Zaz whatever the fuck triumphant. You had to fight the Plovid and the Mishul, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those yeah. required teaming up with people. Like, I mean, you only need like a couple people, but you couldn't do it solo with Trust because, well, you could, but it was... I came back to the game and soloed it on Summoner, but I used Astro Conduit. <laughs> well, you could also do that, but I mean, for the average player at the time, when it came out, it was, this was like when Delve Gear was the latest stuff and you didn't have... Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe Sinister Rain might have been the latest stuff. We didn't have all these things that we have today, so the gear creep was far from what it is today in terms of our power output. And right. you needed, you know, people would die to the TP moves because, you you know, you needed to have actual set on. If you didn't, you were just wearing TP gear, you're going to die. Just, just, I mean, stuff like that. And it felt like more of a engaging challenge than now you just... Oh, the yeah. Base, the baseline yeah. gear everyone has, even if it's just plus two uh, JSE stuff now. It's just, you just kind of go in and just destroy it. And it's just, I was hoping that with how little storyline content we get, that it would actually be something that gives people trouble. They have to form a real group of players and yell for, like... They yeah. used to do. Uh, like, hey, I need this content last was fight. back in the day. Yeah, yeah. You know, and they would give people a reason to do it again. Like they give you, uh, you know, if they just give exemplar points for a fight. Because when you redo to help people do um, the fights for Adeline, you get a bunch of um, bailed. Yeah, you get like you get like thirty k bailed for helping someone do the last ones. Ten and twenty for the Hades fight. Form one and form two. Or I always like the structure of the avatar fights and that you could pick like a reward, even though the rewards were ass. Like I like the structure, right? Yeah. And then like you go through and do them all and you can get Fenrir and then you can go through them all again and do Fenrir again and get his reward. And I always thought that that structure was really cool that you could pick the reward for like doing it multiple times. And if they made like a big boy version of that, where like you could pick like real rewards and the fight was like real and actual difficult and you had to shout for it and stuff, then I, I think that that could be a pretty good good way of going about it i don't know if that's like programmatically out of their depth or something but i mean it just, might be just providing a the, the flag of if you've done it provide this reward uh like they did with island yeah. missions would be just enough because just give me give me how about this if i help give me 30k exemplar points because someone has to do the fight once i can't spam it so give me one it, it, give me one exemplar point or whatever the fuck which is not I mean, just, be job or, points, or but... a reward that's like an extremely like niche thing that that could be on like one particular job that actually makes you like think about that job you know like uh like how when they released siren and they gave you like this is a really stupid thing but like they released siren and they gave you that belt that uh that enhances your um your elemental siphon and i looked at that and i go you know what i'm gonna revamp all my sets because i just got this piece and it, it looks really good yeah it goes back to your and... avatar choosing your prize kind of thing yeah, 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 exactly. Like, you know, do stuff that like stimulates set building. Like, like, and I don't know if this is going to naturally segue into the belt that we just got, but I, it really stimulates a lot of set building. It stimulates more really than cool. set building, Fox. Oh yeah, you still have one up too. I mean, once you hit the four hour mark, make sure you you call the you call the the, the doctor because priapismatic is what we can call this platinum Moogle belt because finally <laughs> we have a belt, and not only on its own would be a great belt of just having DT3 and Magic Evasion 15 in the waist slot. Yeah, right. <laughs> because you can get specific elemental resistance on the uh, engraved belt, or you can get PDT on the flume belt, but all damn, you know, generic G uh, DT, which would work on just more than physical, you know, like, so like fetters and stuff, in a waist slot alone is great. We don't have that really. But how mm. about 10% plus HP on top of that? 
Ooh, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it scales with the more TP you add or HP you add too. So. And I feel like Woo buddy uh, was, was an understatement of how great it is to yeah. finally have a belt that is because the waste slot has been it, either just elemental or it's been rather underwhelming outside of SIR or something. It's been in general, very underwhelming. It changed an entire line of my ninja tanking sets. Um, I now have an, a high HP set um, and it actually uses, I'm glad I didn't throw them away. It actually uses a hosey leggings now. Um, for the elemental resist over where carrier sash used to be, and the oh. set sits at like thirty six hundred HP. That's it's, actually it's a good point. Really good. That's a it's very good so point. good because you yeah. still because I was thinking when I saw that the thing I lose is is the is the waste is the waste in the, thing. and technically the neck a lot of times yeah. I lose depending on. Yeah, because you really want to pair this belt with unmoving collar. So you start having to look for other solutions that we've kind of homogenized yourself into for DT sets. It's like we're used to Warder's Charm, we're used to Carrier's Belt. But if you can work other ways through the other gear that you have, um, another piece of gear that, that you don't really like, but I do, is the Runus Coat, um, the Artifact Coat Plus 3. has well, yeah. a shit ton of HP on it, it does, and yeah. Elemental Resist, right? So it fulfills what you I would put in it, those but I would just use the feet. But because it has that huge chunk of HP and the unmoving collar is a huge chunk of HP and this belt now has HP plus 10% and it and the coat fulfills your elemental all resist, it's really, really synergistic with the idea of having a high amount of uh, max HP. I'm not against the coat, by the way. I just don't use it in as many <laughs> sets. That's true. I, I use the coat still. I, I justify it. But yeah, it's, it's just an example, though, of where you can use different gear and not just have to go for like the public standard of just picking the carrier sash and calling Just it tanking in general, too, would be nice with this, depending on what you're wearing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've, I've already updated. Uh, I haven't updated Rune yet, but I've updated Paladin and Ninja so far. I was really excited for it for Ninja. Because I think HP swings were one of my big problems on that job. Yeah, in general, too. But just having yeah. the ability to carry HP, even from a mid-swap over, you lose from the mid-swap, having a higher baseline to work with. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, that would still, you know, con continue to have the other problems you would have, not to the same severity, but when you swap to certain things, not having HP because of whatever you're in, for whatever reason, especially on mages mm -hmm. is what I'm talking about. Like, Blue yeah, and th this is food for thought, too. There's a lot of jobs that don't get Whitful Belt, for example, or like a fast cast Belt. So oftentimes that Belt slot ends up wasted where you can now use Hit like Platinum Moogle Belt. Yeah, right. Uh, you can now use the Platinum Moogle Belt to help your hp stay stabilized while you're making these fast cast swaps because a lot of times you lose a lot of max hp on jobs that just aren't tanks um just regular jobs you lose a lot of max hp uh during these fast cast swaps so it's really really good for that too like it's 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 so much more than just a dt piece for a tank and you could be like oh great i have a 200 more more plus hp belt that's nice but it also <laughs> it's how much it means for everything else because now you're going to be trying to maybe not use in certain sets, especially on Blue Mage, when I'm thinking about not use a dual wield waste. You want to try and move it around to earrings or something else now because, or maybe just even change a cape if you're trying to be yeah, defensive in a certain way because you don't, uh, what job like, like Dancer won't even need it or Thief won't even need it because they can get away with one, but Blue Mage still needs, you know, maybe also, okay, there's a lot of things going on in my head well, once here. You could also- It depends on if you're- you need fast cast or something. But. Well, well, yeah, I'm just saying as a tanking set or, I mean, not just, I'm saying oh, as a... that's what you're saying. Because I would be able to use Warders trying to use this waste and I would have to lose um, the dual wield belt from, I didn't say Kentarch, it's not Kentarch, it's the... Uh, the Rekiyotai? Yes, Rekiyotai. Thank you. Okay. Is it Girder belt plus one? Girder. <laughs> yeah, not Girder. Oh, man, that's a... The, the belt that's only good for thieves? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's a belt. Uh, but, uh... Now I would have to be able, because 
the Ebony earring is very good in general, HP and magic evasion yeah. with dual will, but I usually don't need it or I'll just use that in that. But if I change around my uh, traits on blue now to maybe get the extra dual will for a reason instead of putting other stuff in there, I can justify dropping the belt for that. something like this. Or mm -hmm. just in, just a lot of things going in general where it starts raising the value of Super no Mimi again because maybe you don't use it at all. Maybe you just want to use it again for having a set that allows you to do this. But I mean, it just depends what's going on. There's, there's a lot of things you can move around in sets now to make this work because it's a very nice single piece that, that really changes survivability yeah. a lot. That's the thing that I'm marveling at the most is that this piece actually shakes up so many sets that it uh, it it single-handedly... White Mage. Adds just a ton of brewing. Yeah, White Mage. I just got done working on a lot of White Mage uh, DT sets that I posted to the, the Discord. Because like a lot of the time, you can't wear the uh, the Hakira no Obi for, for weather in, in some place like Shoal because you have dark weather, right? So you're never gonna you're never gonna really gonna use that. And then um you uh you want to wear DT because oftentimes like you're tanking an ad or something crazy like that. And like, there, there's like a lot of ways that you want to switch around sets or maybe use things you weren't using before, um, different ideas, those sorts of things. So that, that way you can fulfill a role in a group that maybe your group needs you to do when it's kind of like an atypical thing for a white mage to do like tanking. Yeah. And everyone. So, so what is also now going to be a problem too, is this going to conflict with my usage of Serata belt, which was not a problem before that. That was like the most frustrating thing for me for Paladin specifically because yeah. I really wanted to use it on Rune Paladin. Rune needs it, so and Rune needs that belt. So like that, it's funny that that belt really on Paladin and Rune didn't really do a whole lot for for what you would find an obvious use for it. Because <laughs> you would think, yeah, throw that into the cure set, you're good to go. You know, you can cure cheat all day, but it actually is like less good for that than it is for like most other things. <laughs> it's obviously a big boon for either cure cheat sets, but White Wind as well. But what it's uh, to me, the first thing I saw besides White Wind in my head is One for All, because if other players in my party yeah. have higher HP, One for All reduces damage taken for that minute it's on, which is a big minute sometimes, by the amount of your max HP. So everyone having more max HP. Everyone's max HP, yeah. not not just, yeah. Yeah, everyone. I've, I've run into a lot of people who think One for All is based on your max HP for everyone else, yeah. and they don't realize that they have to have high max HP too. Yeah, I mean, other people <laughs> be wearing it as well, because you, you should put yeah, this yeah, in yeah. your DT sets. It is worth losing, depending, because... When we go to fights like V25s, the biggest problem is generally death. That is generally the yeah, biggest problem. Yeah, just getting killed. Mm -hmm. And this belt single-handedly will save lives more than any other piece will in terms of an accessory slot. So That's definitely true. Like People are getting one-shot and stuff, and the max HP bonuses are what can save you from that happening. Yeah. Only thing that could have made this belt even sexier, Fox, is if it was magic evasion and physical evasion 15, so just uh, physical, uh, magical evasion 15. Or if it had like five to nine percent haste on it. <laughs> wow, no, that'd be too much. That's, I like the single focus of being defensive. I, I'm glad it did not have yeah, yeah, offensive yeah. stats on it. <laughs> but super great for Dragoon Bretts, because, you know, that's actually mm -hmm. still a thing if you want to take, say, Dragoon Sub Mage, because you get Cataclysm that way to Divergence. Because I need to get some RP in my next dog. I've been for years and years, and like seven years since on Dragoon. Dragoon. <laughs> yeah, I'm at 22 out of 25, so. Oh, man. Yeah, so subbing this and being able to cure cheat anyone, because you can only cure someone else if your HP triggers the breath. So since your HP would go back to whatever, it would allow you to trigger and cure someone else for once. Wait, are you suggesting that you're going to be that noob that goes Dragoon sub mage to... <laughs> I do. Wait, you have to get Cataclysm, so... I'm just giving you shit, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just funny. Because, like, that was such a huge thing once upon a time. Like, you'd see someone on Dragoon sub mage and you would think that they're just gimp as fuck like, trying to do that in party and now, nowadays, it really doesn't matter as much anymore. Like, you can kind of sub whatever you want now. 
Yep. It's definitely the only time I've found a use for Dragoon Mage is in uh, Diversions, <laughs> because you have so much else, other DPS going on, uh, being able to spam cures and everyone, because Healing Breath's going to fill someone right up from nothing to, to fall, so. Oh, yeah. yeah. But Spanish that is the Moogle Spanish. Belt, and this is the first time, Fox, out of everything that's come out, there's been other items, I'm like, yeah, that's a nice item, but I don't really don't care. Uh, you know, the Scarf, it's a nice item, I don't, I don't need it that badly. Uh, yeah, it's great for magical weapon skills, but it's not dramatically... Amazing I was, for a lot I of was very surprised looking at it. I thought it was a troll at first. <laughs> Think about it. We had we had bronze Moogle belts, one HP. That's been around for like 15, 16, 17 years. Yeah. You had the silver ones, 2%. And you had the golem of 3%. You could still only get it from like... Um, you had to do gold world pass. Yeah, gold world pass, basically the only way you get yeah. that still, which I thought was cool because it makes the gold world pass... You know, I think there should be some new incentives in there to get people to continue doing that. Because that's, that's mm-hmm. healthy for the game, and it's kind of nifty. Besides just getting a little airship that sits in your mock house, which if you don't have the airship, you're not a cool kid. <laughs> you've, not you've, a cool kid. you've failed this game. You have not beaten this game and beaten all Final Fantasy's mission lines like you tried not to do. Until you get and, someone in this game and you had them sit around for a year. Until you've gotten an airship, yes. <laughs> well, man, I have, to get, I have to wait a year for mom, bro. This is bullshit. And it's like, no one ever complains about the airship. <laughs> no one ever complains about the airship. That's funny as fuck, dude. <laughs> uh, I think the airship be even cooler besides moving its little things in your house like it does if it changed the background music or gave you the orchestrian music for the airship music itself. Wait, it moves around in your house? Yeah, the, the airship moves around like the, like it's a real airship. It's just a mini one. It doesn't it move just, like it, around from spot to spot. Oh, but, I, th- I thought it like flies no, around no, no, in your no, house. No, I was no, like, no, man, no, I do no. have to go get that. No, what no, the no. Fuck? That would be cool, but it's the <laughs> propellers and shit move. Oh, that's cool. Okay, yeah, it's cool. They move like like the real airship. They just the airship itself is stationary. I was like, man, how did I miss this? <laughs> now it's oh, just for the detonator belts. You can run around as a cluster of uh, bombs. That's that's what that's the cool in game content. But this is the first time I feel like yeah. I'm missing out on it. So I mean, then then we go from the three percent, and then we have ten percent. So you go from gold to platinum, and then you have ten percent. It's like, oh, that's a that's a big jump. Because <laughs> even at gold, that was the best HP belt in this game still. Yeah. Um, by quite a bit, actually. And now, like, we've not, we basically, like, doubled it and then, like, slapped all sorts of other shit on there, too. This is going <laughs> to improve Ruin's Emity set HP so dramatically. Oh, yeah, man. That was Ruin's <laughs> we- uh, weakest set right there. And that's it just, it's going to do marvels for that job. Paladin didn't have Yeah, I got, I got so excited when I was testing out my ninja sets. And, like, I was casting, uh, like, Utsu Semi and, like, non-Utsu Semi ninjutsu and stuff. And... And I was still ending at like 3,500 HP afterwards. I was like, oh, this is so good. <laughs> I'm going to feel a lot better about the sets and things I choose now. Because getting DT there, and I'll be able to get rid of the rune neck and stuff in my sets and not yeah. lose tons of HP. Because, I, I mean, it's just, it's going to work nicely. Yeah. I might just full-time yeah. waters trying, depending on how my sets work. I got to do a lot of set credit because it's going to change so many sets on so many jobs. It really will. It's, and it's a huge task, too. Like, I was looking at it, I was like, man, I gotta go through every job and do this. When's now. the last time a piece like that came out that changed all these sets? This is, like, the first time in a long time. Um, It was, it was like, when people, when 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 Martel was, like, talking about the um the carrier stash thing and the elemental resistance. I feel it changes it more than that. I mean, well, that caused everyone to revamp their sets. Just DT so. ones, kind of. Yeah, but, I mean, it's it was still, like, a consideration that he started making, and then all of a sudden, Order's Charm became more relevant because of it you know, so forth and so on. Like, it's it's just kind of a, a big deal. Um, I would say, like, the Advent of Pata changed um, most sets for those jobs, or really just, like, any of the uh, the Odyssey gear. Like, all of a sudden, all of, your, all of your sets revolved around the DT and offensive abilities that all that's, those That's provided. a bulger piece, though. This is one piece. Yeah. The one piece is um, real! <laughs> one piece! Yeah, it's good stuff. Then we have Ambuscade Fox. Yeah, 
Yes, we do. And this, this Ambuscade always feels like such a shit show. <laughs> it can be. It is among my least favorite ones. Um, that's for sure. Um, my yeah. optimism has dampened down a bit. I, it's it's we just need to change the way we were doing it because we went to do it last night, and uh, yeah, it was not it was not. I don't know why their damage was so low when they were doing that on Ninja. Uh, but... Yeah, yeah. The ninja, the ninja thing did not work out with the group. I, I couldn't. I had to be barred. But yeah, that was. I, I was watching that. I was like, man, why does this look so hard? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, part of why is Akadin's gear wasn't changing on Ninja. Oh, really? He, well, okay, at least well. for uh, for uh, a low and edge when we went to do Aeolian Edge afterwards, it was not. He had to sit there for forty five minutes fixing his his Lua. He said he had a That's Boolean fine. error that gave him no line. He just a Boolean error. He had to find it. What the funk? Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah. So I mean, I, I I've talked I talked about I usually when when ambuscade comes up I talk about ninja quite a bit and how it can like break most ambuscades but for this ambuscade in particular like you ha- you have to be like completely dialed in on using ninja properly otherwise you should probably just try to build a group that's going to kill it with skull chains and stuff. D is super, super, super easy. So people can spam D easier than most, most other ambuscades if they just go in and blast it. VD is a mountain of work. That is true. It is because the, the regen is massive or the bio is massive and the one mod doesn't sleep and they're just, they're hard. So another thing too is they will just spam TP moves. If you do more than 22 K damage. Which was an update this month. So let's go over the 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 changes. Oh, is is that a change? Yes, oh, that's that, that's that a mechanic changes quite a bit. I need to put on the wiki because it's a thing, and that's, that's because a- when I used to kill it, because I I used to be the solo DD as a ninja in there, and I would just annihilate them with hybrids. And when I did that, I I would definitely do more than twenty two k damage, and it makes sense that we were being punished so hard for for doing that. Because I was like, why is this? Yeah. Anyway, just. <laughs> Sure, so <laughs> the cumulative status ailment resistance is gone uh, on the songstress. So now you can do stuff to it. The I mean, before it was a problem to land stuff con- uh, consecutively. You still have to do the stuff to silence to get it on. You have to do the debuffs until its throat cracks or whatever. But it's just yeah. to land other things in general. You can reapply them easier. Uh, let's yeah, see. but you don't really want to silence it because then the dudes start leveling up. And well, I mean, I guess it's a it's a VD point of view, but so. I think silencing them is correct. You just have to be dialed in to the right mob. So what happens too is they will level up at their ability. So if you do in a single blow more than 22k damage, the change was from 10k to 22k. It used to be 10k. Then they will do a move and level up. So if you don't do more yeah. than 22k damage in a hit, they won't level up. But when they level up, boy, can you just... It's We had... Oh, magic. so you just get AM3 and you just auto-attack it. Mm-hmm. Because after one level up, it's fine. Oh, okay, well... Uh, but multiple <laughs> sure. level ups. When they level up uh, so many times, you just cannot hit them. We had Torpor, we had Madrigal, we had just people were not hitting. So yeah, they level up crazy. You have to blow it away right invasion. away. Otherwise, they get a gigantic regen. So you can brute force it without silencing them, as you always could. But it's going to take, you have to be on the ball skill chaining constantly because you're talking like 15 plus percent every three seconds comes back. That's a lot of HP. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. The the regen's crazy. <laughs> that was always that was always something that was a hurdle in the past for sure. And if you and if that has not changed. If you fight the mobs away from the song trish, which was always a thing, they get massive DT and they don't take any damage. So you had to fight them on top. And plus it'll do 
cleansing bubbles every 60 seconds. Used to be 45. They increased it by 15 seconds every 60 seconds, which will wake them all up and take their shit off. Yeah, our first run at it, I forgot all about cleansing bubbles. Yeah. And like, I was like, why are these awake now? Because <laughs> yeah, I so kept sleeping them. And yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? At least we can sleep them now with no problem. We used to really struggle like three years ago when it came out, but now we have the gear to just sleep them well. Oh, yeah, Bard. It should be effortless for any Bard to sleep these. Like, I I don't think I got a single resist. Yeah, the magic evasion in general is really low on these guys. I mean, I'm not saying it's uh, take a Bard and and silence it, but as long as the debuffs are on, you should be able to... Someone must be... uh, Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, if the the debuffs are there. Uh, I also derped on our first run, too, and I I forgot that... uh, that song debuffs counted. So like I was sitting there like, oh man, I gotta land uh, Dia and Paralyzed and Slow before I can silence this but, on fucking sub white mage bard, which I've done in other ambuscades. Like you can land it on Bard, but it was absolute hell to try that in there for this one. And uh if if your bard is the one doing it, just take it from me. Go land Nocturne, land Elegy, and land a Threnody, and then do uh let's see if you're going These back are the out. things though, Fox, that when all these things are happening at once, it takes something simple and makes it a struggle and difficult, and you know, you might just not too well in the fight so oh yeah i knew it was extra cancer because i was also the only healer in that first run too well i was i was i ran an mp on on rune so that did not not go well it was super not good it's also dialing the setup in too so that was such a funny run i was like man we we suck (laughs) but the time for respawn on the moms has been doubled from a minute and a half to uh three minutes sure i actually find that to be kind of a detriment because you can churn through the uh, you can just churn through the the, the same uh, flow spear or whatever over and over again until you until you win. Yeah, but it, it's wow. especially good for D because you can definitely beat all the mobs now and defeat the middle one. You can do oh, sure. you can do D like in 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 two minutes now instead of doing it in multiple minutes. I, I believe that. <laughs> but it's if we had our shit together, I think it would matter for uh, VD as well. It's just. I don't. Th- I, I'm waiting for Zola's video because I think it's going to be something very profoundly simple. That's also. Going to I be think done. it's going to be a bunch of Dark Knights using Torque Weaver, um, and then auto attacking until they die. Maybe. Like he's probably going to roll in with like four Dark Knights, a Bard, and a Core. I could see someone having a crit with AM three for more than twenty two k on one of those jobs, though. It's possible, but I mean, if you're could just be a bunch of and, knocks. If that's the case, just like dial back your buffs too. <laughs> um. Another yeah, thing that so I it will it will be interesting to see their video. That's for sure. I didn't know it was a thing, but explains why VD used to be so dramatically bad for this fight. Was when the mobs would come back and respawn, they used to retain their level. Now they no longer retain their level. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that was I didn't know that until this update that they when they respawn they would keep the level if they leveled up. Usually, if the mob leveled up, you didn't kill it anyway. So, like, very rarely did you ever experience that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because it used to also be that if you couldn't defeat the mob and it leveled up too much, you'd have to wait for silence to come off for the bio or whatever to come back on or whatever whatever it was when the I forget exactly. But it, the mob would slowly start leveling down if you left it there asleep when the, the silence comes off. But silence lasts for a while, so it just it makes the fight miserable if you don't do things right. Yeah. I think it's also a better call to bring a white mage over a scholar after thinking about it because your Kiragas are almost always going to be free. And I know that when we brought the scholar in, we thought that the region, or I specifically thought the region was going to be enough to to help offset a lot of the bio that we were dealing with. And it's like 300. It wasn't. And the the scholar was blowing through MP, whereas the white mage just using Kiraga will always be MP neutral. 
That was so, part of our trouble too, because we were multi-step skill training as a blue in a war, taking down the mobs. It's just the mm-hmm. healing became a problem because there wasn't MP, and then things got very, very rough. But a white mage can heal that fight forever. White, yeah, so. white mage could heal that fight forever. I think we could have definitely done it that way, and we could have started improving yeah. it from there. So, I mean, just what's cool too is we definitely can do it. We just have to dial in how we're approaching it and change from not using Scholar, change how we're doing things, uh, and, yeah. and and then it becomes you'll start beating it effectively like you have every month. So I think it's going to be a, a VD is going to be something that most players avoid this month, even though you shouldn't have to. But D is dramatically just uh, mind-numbingly easy. Running, kill the white mage, kill all the mobs, and then just kill the songstress because all the mobs are dead, and then the fight's over in, in two minutes or less. <laughs> so you could spam D just constantly. So for slightly less catch and prizes. Yeah. I mean, yeah, overall, sure. for the lower end of player, it's a better month then. I, I mean, as long as people actually like do this ambuscade instead of just like complaining about it and not doing it, <laughs> I can't do VD, so uh, it's impossible this month. Anybody selling? Yeah, right. And they updated the term filter, which I don't think really needs to be discussed much. I mean, that's just whatever. I, just I don't care about it. Like, I, I don't really use fuck off for anything but Felgar, and... Uh, <laughs> And the thing is, I, I just don't care about the stuff that's like scrolling through my, my yell. Like I just don't look at it if if it bothers me. So I mean it's cool that they developed this for the people who do care about that. Um, but I just it just never felt relevant to me. I'm sure there's someone else out there who just doesn't care about the things that pass by in yell, but Yeah, know. well y- I guess it's don't. nice to be able to stand out in Juno instead of your Mog House and wait for tells. <laughs> Yells. Yeah, I, I, that's what I try to do. That's why I filter things out so I can join the right things. Sure. So Martell's reported issue got addressed. That's nice because they didn't fix the paladin body. But no, no. Oh fuck them. That's, 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 that's the one he God. also reported. But this is the other one he reported. I'm glad fixed. he is because I, I don't know. Like they still haven't fixed the scholar one that I, I fucking reported a long ass time ago about how the the skill doesn't work properly on scholar sub job when you uh, activate light dark arts, but. Yeah. At, at least they fixed something. So, so what did they actually fix that he reported? The issue with the Dragoon ability Spirit Bond, wherein the transferred oh. damage would not properly appear in the log. Can, please contain your enthusiasm, Fox, for them fixing things. Mm. Well, I mean, there's, there's, there's another heavy hitter. You ready? Is it secretly the Paladin body and I'm going to become very giddy? <laughs> no, it is not the Paladin body. I, it's... I would have already commented on that already if it was. I am sorry, Fox. Yeah, change, that changes everything on Paladin, by the way, once they so, fix that. <laughs> with all of the, the, the problems we're facing of Deal and, and bugs and things that need to be squashed in this game that they don't seem to always get around to, like the light art's not properly working or dark art's not properly working with a sub-job, uh, the Paladin body taking extra spikes of damage like it's not supposed to against uh, certain things randomly, and you know all the other mm, things are going on. <laughs> the issue with misleading text in the quest Duke Alois's decision has been fixed. Who? I don't know what quest that is. Let me type it into BG. Oh, is that? It's probably Voracious Resurgence. Probably. Duke Alois's think, request. Oh, Duke Alois. I think I know who Duke Alois is. Is this the, the Duke of York? Or, I mean... Yeah, I think it's an NPC you interact with in Northlands, but yeah, it's... I'm remembering it properly. Like, that could be the only... That has to be the only thing on the right like, Resurgence Mission 10-5. Yeah. Yep, that's that's who I think it is. So it, it's like... It's it's text he gives you in a cutscene, he probably tells you to go somewhere, and, like, honestly, most people will follow the wiki, even if they read the story, as you probably should, um, and it tells you exactly where to go in there, so... <laughs> I don't know. It's cool. I'm I'm glad at least it's consistent. Yeah. 
already. I don't know, like, what's so hard about how how have they not fixed this paladin body? We can't be the only people reporting it. Like, the JPs have to be reporting it also. Maybe. So I think I'm looking at the, I haven't done this voracious resurgence, obviously, but looking at the walkthrough, it says to uh, head to the throne room for a, uh, a battle in Castles of All Throne Room, but you don't go to the throne room in this, so that's probably the misleading text that's been fixed. So thank goodness. Whew. No one's oh, going to well, make that mistake. Yeah, because like... He's going to keep and click on a rift, it looks like, not, not the throne room. Yes. Yes, you you go on your way and you discover something that actually looks really cool. Like if you haven't seen it, you should go out there and look at it. I will see it um, soon enough because Voracious Resurgence is finishing in May, probably. They, I yeah. think June, but hey. But yeah, that that rift they're talking about is really cool. It's a unique, uh, it's a unique animation, I believe. So yeah, if that doesn't catch your eye when you get out there, then you're probably doing it wrong. <laughs> but those were the things, Fox. So now we're going to go into. Some various segments, new and old. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, what do you got for me? Let's start on one I told you earlier, because I don't want to surprise you with it later. I want to bring it back up now. Uh -huh. It's in the trash channel, Fox. Oh, that's not a great sign. We have a post here from r slash FFXI. It is... Oh. Yep. Yeah. Different line for every, every sentence is a different line here. And Fox, you know, I think, I think you would be a better narrator for this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's have you read this one out because my narration is fucking nails uh, on a chocolate. Sure. Apparently this is from Bishib seven days ago. Best setup for solo mama crepes. Trust dies super quickly. Mega ellipses. Tried red mage and N and spam SC is for shant and unless. Went as dark. For the same, sort of, parentheses, but bigger weapon skill and skill chain damage. War with a club for hexaspam. Issue is trusts get wasted. I get Monby next update. Less mega ellipses. Uh, Monby. Monby. I mean, Monbro is actually pretty solid trust, but in this situation here, he's not going to be solid armor grabs. Yeah, no. I, I like the uh, uh, spam... SCS for shant and unless. I don't. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Maybe I, I maybe they're, they're doing it from their phone, and it's just it's auto correcting auto uh, the weapon skill of shant not be useless or uh, <laughs> sure shanta signa. Yeah, I mean, I believe it's like shanta sign. They're the fucking shanta French. Signe. It's French and yeah. therefore a waste of time. So yeah, it's a swan song. That's all you need to know. Um, cool. So apparently the war with club for hexaspam that was that was that's, that's good that's a special one. So it you have to use the beryllium mace for that, and that's not a great option when you can just use judgment, which is basically savage club. So I think the guy needs to go back and look at his damage options, and then also look into the best way to fight Marmor Krebs because Marmor Krebs it's magical is magical for for a, the second thing. Yeah, the club isn't really a thing for it. I think. If it's a crab, though. How do you get to its delicious meat, if, if not with a club? <laughs> delicious, delicious meat. Shant and unless. Shant and unless it's meat. <laughs> I mean, I for this guy, I would just start by like reading any information about this fight and hopefully retaining some of it, because I mean, he, he seems like he needs like, a lot of help. 
they shan't be getting it. So if I go to Kraklaw, the page on BG here. Also, like, what difficulty? Because, like, you're not soloing Marmor Crypts on anything. Yeah, I mean, if it's V0, I hope probably it's V0. Roll it on Scholar, make a skill chain, right? Yep. But and anything else, I don't I don't see really soloing. So there's a 12.5% damage boost to Blunt against Crabs, and it resists slashing and piercing by 25%. But in this, in even at V0, there is a damage cut to physical to this, so that it gets more severe as the difficulty goes up because it starts... And it, and, it, and it gains one DT for every level up to yeah. 25. So by the time you get down, you know, at V20, it's minus 95%. And at V25, it's minus 100%. So that yeah. means... It's all, it's, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say that means that the base is minus 75% to what it normally should be. So you That's are great. using effectively a 32.5% uh, damage weapon instead of 100, yep. whereas the lightning would be you know, 130%. So you, you really should just be using magical damage against this. That's your way to do that. So if you want to go Scholar or something or, or Ninja, that would be, that'd be a thing. I wouldn't even really touch this on Ninja. Like, you can. That's I not mean, very I think logical I've, of I think you. I've, I think I've done like V10 or V15, but it's not, it's just not worth it, <laughs> honestly. Like, there's no reason to, to jam square pegs into round holes. Um, just do the fight how it's supposed to be done. I mean, it's cool just if you're going it. for some kind of achievement. Find a mage to nuke yeah, and go in the front it. line for him. There you go. Make find a tank. Like, no matter what happens here, Sundering Snip is awful, yes. and you can survive it on lower difficulties, but, I mean, from the sound of this dude here and this post, he probably is going to die to even low-level Sundering Snips. Because that 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 move is just nasty. He shan't um, be winning, and unless he gets someone to team up with, he is going to struggle. Ellipses, ellipses, ellipses. Yeah, Marmor Marmor Krebs and Gigalorum specifically in the v, in the the tier twos, like you should just kite them along a wall, and that should remove any danger whatsoever. They're, they're just they shouldn't be hard. But in order to kite them, you're also going to want to use like magic burst strats because that's how they're supposed. To, well, not Gigalorum, but that's how Marmor Krebs is supposed to be fought. That's very very straightforward. So. And on to our next segment, Fox. It's a new segment. I don't know if it's going to be recurring or not, but this segment is... Was so it... that the question we weren't asked, but we're going to answer anyway? Well, yes, the last one was question we weren't asked, we're going to answer anyway. No. This one is, is it just me or... It's just yeah. me or... Why is level one RSC gear the default style lock for so many people? I'm a returning player after about 10 years, and this really sticks out to me. I notice everyone walks around in level one RSC gear. What? <laughs> Garrett's laughing. Walking around major cities, everyone is an RSC. I did Dynamis D with a large group. Everyone is an RSC. Dot, 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 and Rima's. That can't be real. <laughs> it's real. It's not real. They're so, back in the 10 years. So did they mess up their dress up? <laughs> nope, nope, nope. I can get... I, I get you can now style lock your armor so you're not constantly changing how you look, uh, especially when Macri equipment... Dot, 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 but why RSC? I find this very strange, dot, 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 of all the cool-looking equipment that exists and special event gear that we've had over the past 20 years, why run around with ugly base RSE gear? I feel like it's FFXI, like an FFXI cultural shift that I missed out on. Is there anything to it, or am I overthinking? I do not know what this person's talking about. I mean, if they're talking about the, the horde of RMT armies. No, 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 then... Fox, if you go, it's a base setting they added uh, maybe eight or nine years ago around the advent of Adelin, maybe eight years ago. Because Adelin was 10 years ago at this point. Uh, surprise, surprise, it's been a fucking decade. Uh, it came out like 2013. So mm -hmm. 
they added this, an option in your config where you can set style lock to static. So everyone around you does not blink and doesn't change gear. And Is uh, that doesn't, what doesn't appear. Does? Yes, it makes them all in level one RSE. And they don't blink. Well, I mean, I guess they could change weapons and blink, but they don't have all this glowing stuff. I mean, maybe a weapon RSE, a Rima might glow still. I don't know. I, I don't really test it, but they just wear base RSE. So they don't have like anything fancy going on. No, no Tartarus no ship nail, any of that nonsense. So you can do that, and that would actually help if you don't have blinking on or whatever as a new a new player who doesn't want to use STPT or STAO on your macros to target someone and they blink and you lose them. But uh, you definitely can use that to keep people, if they, for some reason, don't use lock style and you don't use dress up. I don't know. Like, I've been using dress up for a, hey. a long time. I don't know how many people don't use it. So, You know what? Thank you, returning player guy. I got to learn something today. Is this just a major cultural shift that I missed out on? That's freaking funny is what it is. A major I, cultural shift. I always shift. saw that there, and I always thought it referred to me. Nope. <laughs> and Static I was like, sets everyone's that. armor to... It used to be something like you would use on, like, Xbox 360 when it was still a thing, because, it, you know, you chug along with stuff, so... PlayStation yeah, I, just dealt with, I just dealt with the lag. It's whatever. <laughs> I don't know if it would help that. There's in, the lag um, in Final Fantasy. <laughs> I don't know if it would help in uh, Domain Invasion or not, but... Maybe. I mean, if it did, it would not help by much, but it would just maybe be nice. It has to, like, it has to load less assets maybe who knows sure I don't know. <laughs> is it just me or i it's, shan't be doing funny. that rse stuff unless everyone is well, okay <laughs> so there was also i guess this could be post of the week but i really didn't investigate it someone did the history i shared this with the with you before fox and it was the history mm-hmm. of pen 15 which I guess is just well. You you sent. I think you sent it to me, or like you flagged me in like one yeah, of the I, things. Yeah, I asked, or, what is this basically? The Pen Fifteen Club is something that I remember doing as a junior high kid. It's just um, penis. Do people? Yeah, yeah. You write penis on someone's hand, and, <laughs> and that was you know uh, the thing to do. Handshake at the water fountain, like. I, is that is that a thing that we're doing in Final Fantasy Eleven? Uh, it was the link show was named Pen Fifteen, so. It's That's apparently cool. someone, is, is, is it spelled out pen and then the pen word 15? Fif- pen or? letters 1-5. Oh, okay. So that was the link show was pen 15. I guess you can use, or I guess they wrote out pen can 15 for the link numbers? show name. Oh, I didn't know you could use numbers. I don't think you can for link show name. but they oh, were, it, Or is the link show name just literally penis? Pen, well, not penis, <laughs> they've changed it. I guess the whole link show name was pen 15. So I saw this <laughs> last year on sure. BG. And I flagged Funkworks all that time ago going, Funk, what the oh, fuck is this? Oh, it's probably pen LS. Yeah, maybe, uh, but it's uh, maybe it, I think it's, I, I, if I click the post, I think it's just written out pen so fifteen. Stupid. But it, otherwise, it's written so pen cool. one five, of course. So, sure. I asked Funk. I go, Funk, what the fuck is this? Because the way it is now, the way it was published, essentially has been the way it has been for about a year or something, sitting there on BG. And of course, it's on BG, so mm-hmm. I see it because I patrol that stuff because I got to make sure the stuff people put in. Surprise, surprise! People have been putting in some things that I've had to undo lately, but that keeps the quality assured because. The random personal comments of uh, people just put some dumb stuff that does not or should not be on the wiki. So I had to cleanse that occasionally. Uh, But I saw this and I go, what the fuck is this guy doing? Because usually I don't check user pages, but if there's a lot of editing to a user page going on, I kind of see what's going on to see if they need help or something's wrong's going on. I'm like, maybe they're struggling with something that I made the user page stuff and I can just help them real quick. Um, But I looked at this and there was like the equivalent of something you'd see on like Wikipedia for like someone breaking down episode by episode a season of 
of uh, like, you know, episode one and then the synapse of what happens in episode one or something nonsensical. And it has like, like this guy took some random anime. I haven't watched it because it's just not my thing. And he like just put hard coded subs over it to like retell the story of his link show from Funkworks server or whatever nonsense. Uh And it just kind of like continues into a server or whatever. And they, let me pull up the thing so I can read one of them. Like apparently, yeah, yeah, because because you sent me something and said ten fifteen. I'm gonna tell you right now, I didn't read it. <laughs> I basically said, "What is this?" Because there's like a YouTube yeah. playlist. <laughs> oh, okay. So if we go to the history of pen, it's also now if you type in the history of pen fifteen, all words, no pen one five on BG. I made a page for it because this guy was just on his user page. I asked Funk, I go, Funk, should I make a page for this? It's kind of a meme. It's under category meme. So you just type in meme now too, and you'll find it in the the categories at the bottom alphabetically. Uh, and he said, sure. So they started on Sylph or whatever. And let me click the thing so I could read you one of these nonsensical episodes. Like, apparently I'm in there as a member of the Asuran army. And it's like, you were fooled again, Spicy Ryan or whatever. I'm like, what the fuck is going on in this? So I searched the history of Pen15 and it did not return anything. I will try and just Pen15. No, I just it should just be the history of Pen15, like all letters. Yeah. Oh, pen fifteen dollars. Okay. There's no. Oh yeah. There we go. Yep. Hi, I am Von Dupe of one of Pen 15's official content creators. Became bored waiting for Funkworks to update his eponymously related uh, project. Uh, so I started the project uh, about his former link shell, likely the most atar- adorable taru taru across all servers. So it has like a breakdown here of like pen series and there's like a different Wait, series. This guy wrote a legend about himself. Apparently. And it has like the video and wow. it, it has a link. And uh... it's using Gundam, Thunderbolt, and Mobile Suit Gundam Origins and Fist of the North Star and stuff like that with subs over it. And it's yeah. like uh, episode one. Uh, pen 15 of Sylph struggles against a new ambuscade foe, the Earth Federation of Sahagan Force. Uh, can Takutu defeat his bard arch rival, or are they desi- uh, destined to kill each other? Notes: Because only bards can stimulate uh, simulate beam rifle noises. Pew pew pew. So someone put entirely too much work writing subs to their own story over various animes here, and Funkworks is in there. Apparently, I'm in there. Uh, I don't. I don't. I haven't watched it, but apparently, it's a thing that someone put a lot of time and work into. It has like translation sources in here, Arcadia's, uh, Sankun O2, whatever. Like there's like a whole thing of sighted people. Oh, I'm glad you will. There's now a recorded documentary of uh, of how you will never win. <laughs> Apparently, never win I am in Ryan. the Lot series. Oh, okay. Under episode, what is this? Thirty two. Local antagonist Spicy Ryan trounces Takutu with his flaming antics and monkey-like agility. Can Takutu overcome the power of an Asuran hotshot? The fate of a maiden hangs in the balance. What in the actual fuck? <laughs> who's the maiden fox? <laughs> Carrot says, who's the maiden fox? Oh, boy. Dude, this is, this is 21 minutes long. This <laughs> is one episode. It's just one episode. I guess he wrote the whole thing, and then over the year, he made entire episodes 21 minutes long. What the fuck? That's one of them. There's like there's like dozens of episodes here. Four views nine days ago. Four views? Oh, man, that's... I figure, like, something this meme is, like, 
gonna have more uh, views than that. But maybe maybe the algorithm isn't in his favor. Who knows? After creating countless manuscripts, mm-hmm. Funkworks attains a state of nility. <laughs> he can now conceal his soma. Funkworks, how did you get here? Uh, I don't. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that he's uh, finally able to conceal his soma. <laughs> What the fuck? Uh, Legend of Heavenly Sphere, Sharuta, season one. This so apparently he's been really. It has the date he releases, October twenty twenty one. It is twenty one minutes long, fifty seconds. Uh, uh, such weak soma cannot harm Hara King Bardock. Witness how a real sylph eight member fights. Hey, Mister over here, Bardock, sweetie, this way. Thank you, Lena. I, I don't know what the fuck this stuff is, but apparently someone worked very hard on some nonsense. <laughs> uh, here we go training no dark knight requires training arriving on vanadil merely sharpened my skills and by my guiding hand vanadil shall know annihilation that's actually some pretty good writing that's that's really fucking good actually that's that's funny this guy has gone so deep no, chat gpt did not write there's, this there's a non-zero chance i'll binge this <laughs> no dark knight requires training is one of the greatest lines perhaps of a uh, meme sort of thing Aradomo door offers me a frosty reception <laughs> <laughs> what is happening uh so maybe i need this in my life i don't know okay so i have not watched it but are you watching the first episode and you're apparently enjoying it already for no, some i'm time? watching episode 32 where you apparently do something to him i yeah i'm, I'm fighting over a maiden Oh. I don't know, whatever it is. Uh, Funk said, to his credit, we didn't talk about it much besides I said, what the fuck is this? And he said, it's actually well done. And I go, okay, Funk, I'll take your words for it. So so I'm a sucker for um, a for anime abridged series and like parodies and stuff, because they're usually hilarious and they usually tell the story better than the original. Or at least, that that's a hard statement to say. So they, they tell it in a way that will get the everyman into the story through its humor and its brevity, right? And uh, so, so I absolutely love them. Like uh, Helsing Abridged is one of my favorites. I also like Project Mouthwash for the the Unlimited Blade Works series. It's really funny, um, super solid. So, like, if this is actually funny like that, then I, I will probably enjoy it quite a bit. <laughs> I think we have a uh, new Kanasuba coming out in like a month or so. Oh yes, I love Kanasuba. Yeah, you hear about that? I have not. Um, I, I don't hear about these about things. It. I just see they prop up in like Crunchyroll or something. And I get very excited. Kanasuba is one of our nice. favorites. Fox and I both. Oh yeah. Honestly, it was fucking amazing. If you like, like I can watch it over and over again. <laughs> if you so like good. Final Fantasy XI, I feel like Konosuba kind of fits right in your alley as a person. Yeah, because it's like your your standard adventurer failing at everything, and everything is a trope that's playing on itself. <laughs> your your party's awful. Everything is awful. Uh, there's weird tensions. Like <laughs> everyone like kind of hates each other at the same time while also tolerating each other. It it, it is very Final Fantasy. It's a very Final Fantasy experience, sort of. Yeah, if you think about it that way, I haven't really thought about it that way before. That that that, that is pretty funny, though. The final, the season finale of Lot, uh, the Lot series here is. It's time for a wedding. You are a real man now. Perhaps the Asurans understood this Final Fantasy concept as early as ten millennia ago. Hmm. Clearly, the episode before it is Gobo. How unsightly! How dare you fraternize another man? I will destroy you. I will destroy everything. I want to deal with my dark soma. You know. Uh, Kudos to this guy. He he set out with a vision and a passion, and I I feel like I feel like he's at least fulfilled his own goals. Yeah, yeah, you know, I some people make like shit content, and it's so shitty that it's so great. So maybe yeah. you'll tell yeah. me if it's okay, Fox. I guess, and maybe I'll watch some of it because sure. this this might be the ultimate Final Fantasy uh, content creation that the world has ever seen. Who knows? 
I mean, I recommend people watch a lot of parody stuff all the time, but like no one ever takes it seriously and no one ever watches it. So, you know, I might actually, I might watch the first episode and if it's good enough, I will put this on the main page of BG for a little bit because someone put (laughs) years, like this goes over multiple years. It looks like a lot of effort. I did not expect this episode to be 21 minutes long when I clicked on it. That, that first episode Fox was written in July of 2019 that series wow. goes from 2019 to March 2021, and then the next series, the Lot series here, which is like 34 episodes, goes from May 2021 to Oh, this March. is the second series that I'm, that I'm looking at? Uh, I guess, to March 2023. Oh. So this guy's worked on this for four years. Wow. Good for them. So, I mean, there's, there's probably a lot of shit in here. Yeah. I mean, I have to laugh because, like, you're the villain in every story. But like. uh, I appreciated being there to fight over a fair maiden. That's you know, <laughs> that might be I've accomplished my goals in life now, Fox. But it has a sure. glossary here for the lot series. It says Soma, and it has Romanji and Japanese text for it. In definition, magical energy used by Mertis and various techniques. Uh, okay, I, that's uh, Murti is above it. By the way, Murti is uh, a totem statue carried by the warrior caste system. <laughs> Okay. The warrior cast carries Murdy. I'm sure there's some deep and rich lore here. I don't know if I'm ready to receive it all at once, though. (laughs) Sure. Oh, and there's even a breakdown. I expanded it. It wasn't in my find uh, because it's not expanded. There's a breakdown of cast appearances. Funkworks Mm. appears as a scholar in episode 7, 11, 12, 23, 26 to 30, 32 to 40, 34, and 36. Let's see. Who else is here? Who else? Fake Queen Quarry? Okay. Spicy Ryan appears as a monk in episodes 28 and 31 and 32. Asura's 12th Fire Emperor. <laughs> Apparently the Maybe fire. this is why people think you're the leader of Azura. I am the Fire Emperor of Azura. You've just stumbled across this. That is, that is great. Excellent. Apparently, Brahms appears in here as well as a paladin in episode 31. He is the Gem Master slash God of Creation. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, Shadow Lena's in here. That's funny. Major appearances, almost all, is a white mage sub dragoon, the priestess slash dawn maiden. The cannon's probably too powerful for me. Funkworks is Sylph's eighth <laughs> Gandharva king. Okay. <laughs> and even. Let's see, Chia is in here, everyone's favorite Chia. He is a scholar sub-beast. He is the Dark Sovereign slash God of Destruction. That's a lot yeah. cooler than Asura's 12th uh, Fire Emperor. That's I mean, cool. we don't know that yet. We haven't seen the episodes. I have not seen the episode here. <laughs> Look at the video attributes item, French opening text. <laughs> Apparently this is in French, Portuguese, and Japanese. Oh man! You could listen. You could have Portuguese subs. Oh, yeah. Why? Why am I? Why am I listening to this podcast? There's clearly. Oh man, the ghost of Brahms who haunts Paradamo Tor. <laughs> this is this is in this is in your episode thirty-two. at your boy haunting Paradamo Tor. You know, I didn't think Fox. This was not prepared at all. I just kind of on a whim. It wasn't in my notes or anything. I'm like, you know, there was that thing this this week that I forgot to mention. I just I didn't make notes for this at all. I had to like go find it and pull it up real quick. This is this is delivered quite a bit actually. This is. I never thought the concept of pen fifteen would ever bring this into my life. That's for sure. 
Uh, Kyra's just raising her eyebrows a little bit, like, uh, suggestively. Pen15 has done so much for us, Fox. So, with that said, let's go to the last, perhaps, comment of the week, we can call it, by user RoboCroaky of the weekly questions thread of r slash FFXI. Sure. Uh, oh, and by the way, Fox, r slash FFXI drama has been delivering all of the drama. I mean, just, oh, just, mwah. I could pretend to care, but it would be very... People I don't know, since I'm now the mod there, are now interacting <laughs> with me, and I'm like, I, I don't know you, but you sound like a shitty person like everyone's going on about, so I don't, I mean... It sounds like a thread for shitty people. It, it does, yes. Like, you know, the, the people who are responsible for the failure of a private server come back and like, hey, hey, I didn't, I didn't do anything wrong, and it's like, it blows up. I'm like, okay, okay, that's, that's something. That's, if you like pointless drama, which people seem to, because the engagement there is... You know, with they went from less than 100 people in the sub and had been inactive with no posts for almost a year to now suddenly like 40 people have joined and the next post had like 120 replies or something after like no activity. I'm like, wow, people really like drama because that's more engagement than the other Final Fantasy content gets. It's but really it's, disappointing. It is disappointing. That's what people want. I figured, you know, I was looking at this, I'm like, you know, people want drama, I bet. And I guarantee you that if this was here, this would produce some some potentially juicy things, but just be random, random engagement from everyone in the community that is otherwise not engaged. And I'm like, this is going to be interesting. So it is, it has definitely been interesting so far. And this is not like a positive on the community. It's just one of those kind of outlets that is, I think, a required part of any community. It is a cesspool, so to say, but it is not, not a cesspool like r slash FFXI, which is what this comment's about to come from. But, so we have RoboCroaky here asks, hi, period. Returning player here, trying to get a friend who wants to play Paladin into the game in the Quick Start 1 to 119 guide under the Job Dilemma section. It suggests the following path for a new player: Monk, Paladin, White Mage. This is this is the drama thread. No, this is just this is this, I just I don't, oh, as an aside as an aside okay, to okay, this, okay. I was saying the FFXI drama subreddit has been. Sure, I was just trying to make sure I was in the right. This is our slash FFXI the. The okay. old dominant, the devs going to actually have an AMA in here kind of subreddit. Sure. So, yeah, it's funny as that is. Um, Monk, Paladin, White Mage. There's there's paragraphs of text there that they are apparently whatever. But that's that's Monk, Paladin, White Mage is what I suggested. They go, I'm struggling to understand why, italicize why, though. It seems like the start war to Paladin would make much more sense for him. Does anybody know why this is? Thanks. And then the response is, because while the guide is very useful for new players, the guy that wrote the guide is kind of a moron. <laughs> war to Paladin not only shares gear up to max level, War is a decent sub-job to start with on Paladin before you get Blue or Rune. And the response was, I had a I feeling. anything you just said. I had <laughs> a feeling. Cheers. Okay. I mean, it is kind of weird to say that like you should be a monk of paladin and like whatever the hell else you're trying to level. If I like, pull it you, up, you do, you do want it to be kind of synergistic. I mean, I haven't read it over. Like, well, maybe they didn't actually, I, I I shared whatever random things were there with you when I did this one part. I'm like, what do you think about this? And you had some critique uh, critiques that I applied to there, or whatever. It's you didn't oh. write it obviously, and it's not approved by you or endorsed by you. I don't know. I mean, if I did edits, then I did edits, right? Oh, look, so. I have TLDR. There's like seven paragraphs here. And then I have TLDR. Pick a path that synergizes while still rounding out your character. Monk, Paladin, White Mage. Thief, Rune, Bard. Less recommended are for new or inexperienced players. Uh, uh, the rest rec uh, less recommended for new or inexperienced players. Red Mage, Paladin, Geo. Thief, Rune, Core. Warrior, Paladin, Dancer. 
These are obviously not the only choices, but a quick few suggestions. Players could pick Dancer instead of Thief, for example, and it would be a good job choice that plays well in groups despite lacking the recognition it should have, I wrote. And there's paragraphs and paragraphs here about you could do basically whatever you want and why I suggested what's here. And basically, I picked Monk okay. because it is. So the they most... didn't read it and someone wanted to call you a moron. Yeah, okay. and they like, oh, I had a feeling he's a moron. Thanks. But like, so. If I'm a moron, you mean at least at least choose some of the things you're actually a moron about. Like, yeah, if, if I'm a moron, <laughs> then why are you needing to use this? I mean, there is a natural extension of questions that can come from that. Yeah. Second of all, so I picked monk because it is the easiest job of a high caliber DD to gear up, even without an ambuscade it weapon. It is the hardiest of jobs. Has HP. It has counter. The easiest, the cheapest gear. Not needing to have. Uh, V zero clears to get sock pot, etc. You have access to all of standard baseline gear with survivability, not dying, having good white damage before your weapon skill damage increased. All these things, and it's you don't have to really learn. Don't have that different weapon types, not the skill. It is the the most basic grab and go job that will perform well. Now, is it going to be the thing everyone shots for in game? No, it's not spamming Savage Blade. Is it really great? Yes, Monk is a great job and a great DD. It's underrated, frankly, <laughs> even after being as great as it is. But that's why I picked that, because it's the most basic thing. As for sharing gear up to cap level as a war and paladin, there's no fucking gear shared there besides Sakpata. You're not wearing Sovereign's gear on, on Warrior. You're not, you're not, what are you using, nagling between the jobs? Excuse like, me, have you ever provoked? <laughs> like, like, this, like, this is ridiculous. Have you ever provoked and aggroed all the undead around you? Because at, that's what happens. At what, <laughs> that's how it happens. at what point are you sharing major gear between Paladin and Warrior? The JSC isn't shared between the jobs. Sakpata. Yeah, Sakpata. So outside yeah, of Sakpata, which they aren't going to have as a new player, there is nothing important shared that's of consequence that wouldn't just be coincidental anyway for any other job, like fucking D-Ring or something. There's nothing of, of non-coincidental value that stands out there besides Sakpata's gear. Everything that, that's much later. Yeah, and, so and every job is going to have its niche pieces you're going to pick out anyway. So yeah, I guess that's definitely true. So that that's why I didn't pick Warrior. You could pick Warrior. As I said, you could pick a different job here. Should I put you could pick Warrior instead of Monk? Like I have to like write specific things, otherwise I'm a fucking moron here. But like I can't... Because they can't read between the lines or yeah, putting it on you. I wrote that's literally one... I, I fucking hate that kind of shit. I, I can't stand that. <laughs> oh, Caracos, they could share greatsword. They could they could scourge everything, Fox. Oh, that's painful. Dude, I have a Calibolg, and I still have not uh, built that into Paladin, because it will never be equipped by my Paladin. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Job points mean a lot to certain jobs, unless for others. If you take Monk to 500 JPs and make the Ambuscade weapon, and then you can buy Kenitsuba set off the auction house with a Moonbow Belt and Moonbeam Notawa, successfully jump into endgame as an effective force. Moonbeam Notawa. Yeah, no, I just picked random. That. Where the fucking neck? I just picked. Oh, that random... was you. That's what you put. I yeah, this is. You could just pick random gear up. I said. Yeah, I wrote this. And well, spoilers. Go ahead and pick a, a like a plus one neck or something. They have to go augment it. Really good. This yeah, is just so. basic, you know. I guess. I mean. Those pieces are like kind of expensive though. Like even at NQ, I think that belt is like five mil. <laughs> it is. But then, then I put the next sentence to go. From there, you, you could, want it though. From there, you could easily farm Omen bosses as a monk. Most of Esha, more job points, etc. And monk works very well in low man setups, especially when you exploit subtle blow too. Yeah. Uh, which you could sure. see dramatically reduce TP moves from NMs and all but eliminate them with mewing similar. Uh, Someone is mewing all the buy. Da -da -da. However, that does mean you'll be locked out of ambuscade some months though as a monk, which will. I like. I wrote all this stuff here, so I don't understand yeah. what. Um, da -da -da, which is also whatever reason. Nobody, nobody read it. Yep. Uh, so underrated. Not, compared to shiny, 
Underrated compared to shiny, schlong-swinging jobs like Samurai or Dark Knight. I don't know. Like, I don't feel like Dark Knight really does that much more damage than the other jobs. It is a shiny, schlong-swinging job, Fox. Sure. Shiny, schlong... I wrote that show. I don't, I don't remember when I wrote this show. I just come back and I laugh. Shiny, schlong-swinging job. I mean, as far as, like, straight-up damage dealers go, it does all right. But, <laughs> I don't know. So is this a popularity contest? Do you want people just to invite you because you have a job and you don't care what you do on your own? Okay, so I, I, I think that's what I wrote there too. Like, I think this is just, I think people just, I, I think that subjection is, is sufficient. I don't need to go back and change it, but that is, that is, yeah, that is fine. It's not like people just need to read. Yeah. I figured it'd be a decent segment because, I mean, what, Fox, why would, you can take up Warrior and, and especially nowadays with everyone using Warrior for everything, that might fit a little better, but I mean, it doesn't. Why limit yourself to just those three? Just pick whatever you want to play. No one yells for omen bosses anymore. So, do you want to go do an omen boss as a monk, or do you want to do it as a warrior? So, using savage blade, I think monk I is a much better. Do it as, I would rather do it as a monk. Yeah. Than every day it is a much much cleaner fight with as a monk. Yeah, most things. Someone, are. Someone's going to be like, "Yeah, but I haul off and destroy it." It's like that's nice, but it's going to do less TP moves to you. It's cool that for your specific scenario, Mister Guy listening, who may or may not exist. Um, that you know you don't die to like exist. omen boss spam. Believe me, I don't either. But I'm talking from like the perspective of someone who's maybe like going to try it out with like less than perfect gear, like most people in this game. Um, for those folks, like going as monk is is perfectly reasonable because it's going to be less of a headache to fight any of those. So, because I wrote that, I imagine from the envisioning of people just want to do stuff on the realm of trust and not team up, and I think monk is a much better job for that. Yeah, Monk's a great job. In fact, I get sad all the time that I've got like all this gear for Monk, but I'm just never on it because it just, I don't know, I, I just, it never rings to me as a DD that I really want to bring to something only because it has like the one damage type it's good at. But it's very good at what it does. And like, it's only relevant in most, in just like the absolute most recent content that that's the case. Like, um, my buddy Hayden take, would take his Monk to like Dynamis all the time and he would just like absolutely fist the shit out of those mobs. <laughs> and, crush parses like it's 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 an incredibly easy job to parse well on i feel like monk has Very become a little more underused like it's great in uh shulgal and stuff as we know but i feel like before odyssey it's okay <laughs> shul and Ems came out monk was a little more ubiquitous than it is now i feel like it's 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 in a position where it is frankly in terms of a damage dealer and survivability i think rather i don't say perfectly balanced it's just very well balanced in my opinion for what it provides and what it can do but I feel like it's fallen off the wayside. It doesn't have Howling Fist is great, but I think people just don't have the shiny Savage Blade, so they don't care. Yeah, and like Howling Fist also has like an element of RNG to it, whereas Savage Blade is fairly consistent. Mm -hmm. um, Howling Fist will outperform Savage Blade a lot of the time, um, on like buffs. of course neutral neutral content, and yeah, the less buffs we have because the attack bonus, but because its attack bonus will outshine Megwin's attack bonus by quite a bit. Um, the generally. The the main issue with with Howling Fist though is that you know it's people only take it to like end guy because people look at end guy and assume that, that because that's end game all end game equates to the same end game content and that's not true. I've got people, I like I talk to people all the time who have this like shell shock. It, it seems over wave three being considered an end game but it's like at a much lower tier of end game than than like real content you know? wave three is perhaps some of the easiest as long as you have a tank yeah. and buffs is some of the easiest fucking end game that ever existed nowadays 
Yeah, but but people people hear Endgame and they equate Endgame across the board as though it's all the same thing. And there's like different flavors, like there's different preparedness levels. It's funny that the jail is some of the hardest content, but the mobs are like some of the low. They are actually the lowest level mobs of any of the Endgame content that we fight. They just have enhanced stats. They're like what level one thirty four mobs? I think even the Omen bosses are higher level than that. Maybe don't quote me on that. I don't remember. You know, I really wish that someone put either the SU4 or the SU5 or both daggers for Dancer on the Auction House because I have been <laughs> thoroughly enjoying Dancer in Diversions. It has been just cool. a fucking blast. And I really, there's just not in the auction. I would pay 100 mil right now, without a doubt, just to buy that weapon so I can go get RP on it. But now I'm going to get like a different job tomorrow for Diversions farming, <laughs> and it's not Dancer, and it's going to feel pretty bad. I might just go on Dragoon and, and sub Mage now and, and use a lot of healing breaths. Because I'm definitely going to decide if I'm going to if I'm going to buy the the plus one white mage neck to upgrade over my NQ white mage neck because I I feel like I should have a plus one white mage neck like white mage is that weird job where you actually only need the NQ for all things like you actually don't need the plus two or the plus one but I I don't know just for some reason I just feel I want to upgrade it and I kind of want to play white mage and I want a reason to go white mage to something but um, I mean it has more yeah like if, if you does that come into play. No, because you get two more fast cast <laughs> by going up that level, no. so and more enemy minus. No. I don't know if no. that matters at all. So it doesn't. It's it's like the one. It's the one neck in the entire game where having a plus one or plus two just strictly does not matter. Like if you want five more mind, I think is what it is. Then feel free, and like maybe some MP. I think it's just two <laughs> more mind or whatever. Let's see. Sure, twelve. I, I rock. I rock an NQ because it simply does not matter. Like I'm at negative fifty enmity and like almost all my sets. I I cap fast cast without any kind That's of issue. Too mind. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. The you NQ get the erase plus one no matter what. <laughs> it's five. It's six mil for the plus one. It's like two mil for the NQ. So. Yeah. So maybe I'm just like creating a reason to go white mage to something because I really like white mage and I never play it. But yeah, I just <laughs> I don't know. I've been doing a lot of white mage stuff lately, like white mage improvements. But yeah, man, like as far as like dancer goes, hopefully you do get that at least like a horror knife or something. Yeah. I wish I could get a horror knife, but I'm probably not going to. And I probably won't need it. So if I could find one, I've been checking bazaars and everything. I'd pay 20 mil for it. It's only going for 1013. Wow. I'd pay 25 if I could find it. I'd pay 30 if I could find it. But no one has it. 30 for a horror knife? Yeah, no one has it. I need a path B. Gross. If I could find two set in Cobras for like 160 mil, I'd do that. <laughs> and I don't have any multiple SU-5s in any job, so that'd be like the first time I'd want multiple. I don't play Corsair, even though I have one. But yeah, you know. Also, we have Fox. The campaigns just came out, and one of them is Capacity Point Chain Campaign, which let me tell you, Friday after we couldn't get into Sortie, because I also forgot to mention this, Sortie... Oh, did you master it? Sortie, well, no, I have not mastered it. Uh, I went uh -oh. last night and the campaign had not started, so I was only getting like 22k capacity chain points instead of getting like 60k because of the. Yeah, event. I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> so I went from 500 to like 900 or something now. So I've gone uh, quite a bit in the in the past podcast, uh, more nice. than I usually do. But now the event just started today. But uh, they're they changed the sortie queue as we announced last time, where now you will go in order. But oh, it broke it. What happened is, yeah, it broke it. So then we're now on day two, going into day three. If you count the first day as day one, I've I've said day zero a lot of the time. So uh, 
It happened yesterday. We're going into the day after now uh, as we record this. And these... I wonder if we're going to get a free sapphire again. <laughs> no, no, they're not going to give us a free sapphire. That was because someone lost their sapphire, so they gave everyone a free sapphire, oh, which I think was a good fun. move because it's a basic item. Sure. But um, they, the sortie entrance has been removed for multiple days now. Who knows when it's coming back? <laughs> Talk to the goblin to receive your cat gallum of free now. <laughs> cat. I just want them to take it over 100. I think 150 is very fair. Yeah. I got. It. I still have so many sets to upgrade. When you can get fifty in a run, yeah. I mean, and you need seventy to upgrade. You only have hundred. I just think hundred, even hundred twenty, just so people don't constantly lose ten, twenty k in a run when they're when they're close to cap and go over from getting forty, fifty k in a run. I'm still super frustrated that my group bothered me for Ammonon and bothered me for Ammonon and bothered me for Ammonon. Hey, they finally do an Ammonon. We did an Ammonon twice. We beat Ammonon twice. And then they didn't want to do sortie anymore, and it fucked me out of doing sortie. I assume there's going to be some nice still... box where you'll be able to fill in for someone missing. Like Hundi lately has well, been I mean, catching is, up with his work schedule, and falling asleep and not attending. It is what it is. It's just I, I just I just hate that kind of shit. Like, <laughs> uh, I got so many things to cap because there's like relevant jobs that I need to bring to V twenty five fights. And I, if I cared about making the dancer legs plus three, because I've gotten now the head and the body. Anything I haven't good. either, dude. Mine are still plus two also. Like, I, I don't even don't have them because I just don't know when I'm going to fucking use them over Gluddy's legs. You know, I mean. Exactly. I, I for, yeah. an, for an inventory slot here, I'm talking about saving inventory slots. Dancer's legs, those are, that's a dagger skill attack plus. So it's a better piece for some things, but it's it's a PDL piece. And I already had that on Gluddy's legs with multi-attack. So it's kind of hard with a lot of attack in that too. It's kind it of bugs me because to... there's no gold box on them. But yes, I, yeah. I also I also don't have the plus three because they're they're the weakest piece because of Gladys legs. Yep. Which I have yeah. capped maybe at if, 30. So maybe if we didn't already beat the V25 uh N guy. It's still really I'd niche besides that. How often are you wearing that much PDL gear and all these sets that you have to optimize? On for? dancer of all jobs, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just <laughs> I feel like for a dagger wielding job as yeah. I feel like it's a howling fist piece. <laughs> and we haven't seen if we can get that yet so yeah i i, I have my doubts yeah. we'll see i would love to do that on dancer so oh hand to hand and howling fist is great oh howling fist specifically would be even even better oh yeah like raging fist is just fine i feel like if you could get howling fist on dancer it would change how you can apply the job and it would it would be something for us like not everyone's gonna start bandwagoning dancer but boy does dancer <laughs> feel good yeah it does yeah, um, it's it's a really fun job to play. I I mean, I wouldn't say that I like to play it any more than like any other job per se, but like I definitely feel at home. Like like whenever I'm on a job, like like if I ever go play a DD job, I hate being on a DD job because all I can do is hurt the mob. And if like there's something going on around me, like all I can do is like cry into whatever Rima I'm using <laughs> while everything around me burns. <laughs> and on Dancer, you can do the damage still, sure. But you can at least still help your party. You can tank. You can do all sorts of things. You can debuff, heal. Like Dancer can do all sorts of crazy crap. And you're also basically immortal on the job too because your DT, your DT sets are unreal coupled with like really high evasion. So, and, and a job ability that that makes that's similar to to kind of defenses Elden can get physically. Like it's it's crazy shit. Um, but yeah, uh, just for whatever reason, it, it kind of goes underplayed and. People have been yelling that. for it for Zevioso V25s in the server lately. They've been yelling, Dancer, can I have it? I'm like, ha, good luck with that, it. you fucking people. You don't bandwagon it, you don't get it. If the yeah, especially especially for, like, pickup dancers that don't know what they're doing and they just, like, went and made a remo real quick or something. The community yeah. is so impressionable that if people don't talk about Dancer like we do, then no one's going to play it. And 
I knew Dancer was always good and spoke highly of it, but when I recently started playing it, I'm like, ah, this is going to be a slow pet project. I'm not going to take it to anything serious. Now I'm trying to get it geared up so I can go take it to Arabati or last tier three to be 25. I'll tell you, fucking Dancer was a difficult job to play in Zevioso. Like, it wasn't as hard as playing White Mage, but it was pretty awful. <laughs> I bet there's so many. I like, like just moving my macros around so they better conform how far, far I have to go between different macros to do certain things. I have to, like, just doing that alone is an important thing for dancers. So, there's a lot that you have to juggle. Yeah, there's a lot to juggle. I don't see juggle, a pickup person who's bandwagging it being capable of, of mastering that fight. No, that's, that's for sure. It's not a job. But even <laughs> even so, I, it's not like I'm like the superior person to everyone else when I play. I, I am above the average player without a doubt. I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm like everyone. I'm not. Well, I, you read about the job. I do. I do read about the job. I remember I, I pulled a thread open and read all the people. posts. And then usually they're garbage anyway. But I, I, there's some things you find yeah. there that are good. That's why you had to do it. I have a lot of FXIH posts uh, open on my phone. Like, I read them while I poop. and I read them while I poop. Yeah, and I mean, not all the information in there is bad. It's just yeah. you see a lot of it's just very narrow. Yes. Like, like people don't consider what actually matters. Talking to you about Dancer has been the most informative thing about how you couple your abilities and stuff like that. And we talked in the Discord in the in the because I don't give a shit about doing damage. <laughs> well, that's well. It's also important to be able to cover all angles too. But yeah, that's about true. how I was trying to see if temporary flourish could be more useful because of uh, yeah. half the duration timer. And you were talking about basically how you couple um, the same thing back to when you said you don't want uh, the job ability to lay removed from steps because of how you couple it with climactic flourish. And I'm like, hmm. Oh yeah, that would be so broken. <laughs> But, but just seeing broken. exactly how you apply, like I don't do things like everyone else does, but I do certain things that other people do because it's just how you play the job. So moving my macros around and stuff to be able to climactic flourish weapon skill um, and then do a presto box step to reverse flourish to weapon skill and climactic on still. Sometimes depending on if I've disengaged or whatever, if I have regain or something else going on, I can get a third weapon skill for climactic, but which is just, just hot sex too, but. It's really good, yeah. Oh, you're, and you just have you just have to like if you're sub like honestly if you're gonna go and do a lot of climactic stuff, I know a lot of people like to go sub dragoon. Really, you should go sub Sam for that because then you can probably use four or five climactics. Yeah, you can get meditate on there, yeah. But you have to be, but like what you said before about the steps and and uncoupling that from a job ability lockout delay, you actually have to use job ability lockouts properly to stop yourself from auto attacking. Yep, and that's really really important. Uh, to getting the most out of climactics. And until I messed around with stuff like that, I didn't realize. I mean, so I still think as a job function, so Presto is great because Presto has the delay. I still think mm -hmm. having steps be like Puppet Master would be a benefit to the job because I think Presto would still keep you from auto-attacking enough. Um, um, yeah. Maybe. It would be very close. But Yeah, um, I mean, killing killing the delay on Presto would be fine because oftentimes you can miss the end of a, a skill chain or something. Like if you need to do like a Presto step to get five finishing moves and then turn it into something else, like you just have too many JA lockouts and then you will fail to close the skill chain in that situation. But I haven't even unlocked my extra Presto steps yet. So not Presto steps. So, just like, so first on Dancer, you can only have five steps and then you unlock uh, two more or whatever. It just says five plus in your little thing. And you can get up to nine. And you get to nine. Yeah, I haven't gotten my nine yet. So I would be able to keep more <laughs> steps where I don't need to use Presto. I have to use Presto now to do that uh, with Reverse Flourish to get an up and skill off. But uh, just talking to you about the job and stuff like that has been... There's no guide that really covers Dancer adequately, I think, in terms of play style, like uh, writing sections about it. So Yeah, you have to do it. Yeah, you do you have, have to do it. And, and, the, and the more I play it, I've just the progress and I've seen in this job has been some of the most rewarding progress of any job in a long time. 
where I'm going into content as a brand new dancer with basically nothing but Nayame <laughs> and working yeah. and working my way up to now, like I picked a couple plus threes a few episodes ago. And I, now I've gotten all these various dancer pieces for macros and sets. And I have waltz sets now, yeah, yeah. you know, so all that goes together. And then I start getting all these job points. I'm going into a, a zero job point, 50 job point dancer. And now I'm suddenly getting like an extra 20% charisma added to my climactics, a 20% weapon skill damage added to building flourish. And I keep getting different pieces of gear in my progress as a dancer. And my neck's now capped instead of having no neck. Like all these things have been like just watching the job go from that point to like a ridiculous point now. It makes dancer, the difference between a pug dancer that doesn't do that and someone who is working through dancer and seeing just how consistently it improves to this unrealistic level versus uh, a non-prepared dancer is just like ridiculous. Mm-hmm. yeah and and honestly like when you want to learn a job especially a job that's complex like dancer um if it's like within your wheelhouse to like learn how to start building a lua or start learning like if you have some passive passing interest in trying to learn like the code for lua it's it's really not as difficult as it seems but it isn't for everyone um learning to build your own lua specifically for a job like dancer will also help you become very familiar with all of those job abilities that never get talked about and also like the the processes that take place and the timings of them like as, as you go do that it, it actually helps deepen your understanding of how that job works well, when you say job abilities no one talks about are you talking like uh building flourish or are you talking about something yeah. like um vi- yeah, violent building flourish? turnery uh violent um shit wild <laughs> there, there's there's lots of there's lots of different things that you can use and maybe you want different sets for when certain effects are active and if you're if you're building a Lua, you you can actually identify that, hey, maybe I maybe I need to have like different considerations for this because you know having something active on the mob is you know gonna want a different set out of me out of me at the end of the day, or you know, something like that. Um it, again, it's not for everyone, but if you have that kind of interest, you can build Lua's. I would definitely recommend trying to build one, even if you don't use it for your job, just try to build one. So then that way you can uh, deepen your understanding of the job by seeing the sort of things that you need to catch with those hooks so so part it, of it's, it's works for me part so. of what i said about improving the job too so i think dancer is a job that as long as you have a basic understanding of it and basic gear sets can be very effective in groups more so than yeah. people like to think but it's a job that you can grow into to have these these ridiculous levels of i've put so much work into this and it shows which you don't get with the warrior besides seeing damage, but you can with a dancer in terms of everything it can do from offense, defense to everything across the board. Mm-hmm. I, but I took my thief Lua and just copy pasted it and didn't change anything <laughs> besides like one or two pieces of gear and was using like yeah. things aren't swapping, like just the base Nayame and stuff is there. Like I'm using gear ring, whatever across <laughs> jobs. Didn't change anything. So outside of spoilers, your weapon skill mostly Naomi. <laughs> yes, yes. So even if I didn't, just other pieces of gear yeah, I'd yeah. have to pick up, and I'd be fine to cover the difference if you don't have Naomi yet, or even just you, weaker Naomi. Tell me that Rudra's really likes weapon skill damage. Yes. I never do. <laughs> but like, I need to make. I've been making capes over time, but I just took that, and okay. as I talk about growing into the job, I've been adding very like I'm not the no Lua to do this. I take a basic like a thief Lua, yeah. and then I start adding. Um, just an if condition into the set of rules there. If spell dot type equals uh, steps or whatever, then uh, change to this set. And I make one set. And it's just basically gear yeah. I would already use anyway. And you have a step rule on my other Lua's already because you sub 
dancer on those jobs, but it's already there. So now I have a Samba rule. If spell to type is Samba, then put on this head. That's it. And as you start building mm-hmm. out little tiny, like, oh, like I had to pick up the Samba head. I added a Samba rule. That's one little rule. And yeah, it helps you identify a gear as well. Yeah, yep. so that's another And you just, you just build on top of changing stuff that's already there from Thief that I might eventually forget's there. And you just slowly add on top of it. Like, you don't have to know Lua to do that. You just, I made a thing today because I finally have the Horus hands plus three. So it, it, before it was just, if I do a waltz, it's this. Now I yeah, a I didn't want to say that and have people go out and start breaking their gear swaps, though. Well, well, this is just basic. So if it was if a spell that type is waltz, then put on this set. Now I separate it into yeah. sets dot waltz equals this, and then I have mm-hmm. sets dot waltz dt. I have two waltz sets now, and it's if it's if I'm in dt mode, this one. <laughs> there. Yeah, it, it gets a little more complex, but it's like this is like very basic rules. Yeah. All I did was change waltz always puts on one set to uh, if spell that type equals waltz, then if um, fan dance buff active is fan dance. Then put mm-hmm. on the set combined with the waltz set and Horus bangles. Else, put on the one set. And then as I mm-hmm. add into the DT mode expand, I'll put on if uh, DT mode equals equals true or whatever. And then I'll have the fan dance and the set for DT. Else, if fan dance is on, do this. Else, do the Action one basic for weapons. set. Yeah. So I'll have a couple different layered rules. And it sounds more advanced than this, but just if this is on, it do gets this. more advanced as you go. Yeah. And it's just a bunch of if conditions. But you start building out those conditions right. based on I finally have gear for now I have Horus Bangles for enhancing fan dance. I want to use this in this condition. Add one rule, and then it's there. It's Which itself. is the important part because that's that's the stuff that people don't talk about in the forums that, that you're finding you need for the job, and it's helping your play in the future because you're identifying it's there through this process. Yep. I just take a basic it's thief thing important. that says if I have weapon skill gear, do this, and I just expand upon it. Like it's just a base thing of taking something else mm-hmm. that already exists and just adding dancer conditions into it, and that's it. Yeah. So I mean, if, as long as you have the base conditions for any job, you can take a fucking warrior low and do this for dancer. Just copy paste, change the weapon skills and the gear for the weapon skills, and then just over time, oh, I have a trance thing. So if job ability is trance, else if it's you know, no foot rise or whatever, you just put then equip tiara for twenty seconds on trance. Else if no foot rise, put the body on for the extra, and you just slowly build yeah. the thing on over time. You know, like there's no low involved now. You're just changing existing functions to. So Even different if, job if you ability. never use the Lua, you're at least still learning how those things go on, how they're used, and where they work, which is important. Which you could apply this to any job, too, which is why this is a good yeah. point here. So, I mean, that's that's that, though. So, Yeah. Just very satisfied and all. That's, that's the kind of uh, retail satisfaction that exists Lua. for this game that <laughs> I don't think people think about when they think about, oh, I want to play 75, or oh, I want to return to the game, but it's too confusing. But just the the level of what you can do now if you care about your job at retail at Endgame now is, is very deep, and people don't really explore it because they just kind of look for the Bisquick set on Auction House, copy it, and try to like fail at the content by spamming weapon skills and dying. So yeah. Or winning. I'm, people do win that way. That's true. It's just there's probably better ways to go on about it. <laughs> well, you know, Shant and unless we beat Marmacrib solo, I don't know. You know, you think they could do it on Monk if they just go Monk and solo it and they could punch it enough maybe and they get lucky enough on V0 because it's Monk and it might survive Sundering Snip and stuff. Maybe maybe the Monk was the, the secret sauce they're missing there instead of Warrior Hexes. You can do a lot of things on V0. I remember the very first time we fought V0 uh, on Go, I killed it as a Dragoon. So <laughs> I think a, a monk might have done a lot better than a warrior there, especially because the warrior club, especially Probably. single, feels really bad. Yeah, any any time you're not capped on haste, it feels really bad. Or Could you imagine shade, unbuffed warrior hexa strike? 
I can only imagine Warrior X is great. Yes. <laughs> Without a special gear set, I'm sure. Could you imagine? Could you imagine I, how sad that must feel? I have considerations for it for Paladin. I do understand how that feels. It is fusion <laughs> honestly, property, but you do get atonement. Honestly, Hexastrike feels bad on White Mage too, and it feels bad on Geo. It's just a dated weapon skill. Um, you it can is. do way better. You can do. You can have you have way better options. Um, I don't know. Just use judgment. Judgment is so strong. If you have judgment, you should use it. It's so good. Uh, I fucking spam judgment on Geo when we did N guy. It was great. <laughs> so for your N guys, Fox, you've been on Geo now as your group. How is your experience there going in terms of I'm a geo doing damage. Has that been because you did it with um, our group? So I mean, it's getting better. I use my uh, well, I mean, from my group perspective, it's getting better. Um, I use the uh, where I was at on our parses as kind of a, a gauge to see if my, if my DDs are like meeting what they need to meet in order to win. Um, then we finally reached a point where I normalize properly. So, like, as Geo, I know that when I was uh, doing it for your group, I was around 15 to 17% on the parse. And uh, now I'm normalizing at that in our group, whereas in my group, whereas, like, on our earlier attempts, I was doing, like, 21% of the parse on Geo, and that's too high. It means that they need to, to take more of the pie away from me. Geez. Yeah, they, it means they need to take more of the pie away from me, and we've actually normalized that. They, they've, they've improved on that, which is great. Um, that that's how a parse should be used. Yeah, I was, I was thinking that's how you're effectively using a parse instead of just yeah. measuring. So yeah, you should know you should know where you're at and where improvements can be made. Um, and if you're parsing too high, it's not because you're doing anything special. A lot of the times, it's because someone needs to take more of the pie from you. Um, so that's good. A lot of it boils down to like their DT. Um, I remember on one of the earlier, I think it was like our first attempt or maybe our second attempt. It one shots the pup. And then it one shots the monk, and then it turns at me, and I fight it for like six minutes before I decide to kite because it puts up verve. <sighs> and and like I was like getting checked by my group and shit. It's like, how are you not dying? And it's because I have a really legitimate set on geo. But even if I have a really legitimate set on geo, I'm still a geo. At the end of the day, the DDs can build a set just like I can. Yes. And that, that's what I told them. I was like, you need to work on this. I have this amount of generic DT. It gets me through the day. Um, you know, you really got to you gotta make sure you're taking off like the debuffs because those can matter too. Um, I do use panaceas, you know, that sort of thing. Um, you know, and a lot of it is sometimes that guy will kill you if you get magic evasion down and he hits you with any of his magical moves because they're fucking awful. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't, you can't get lucky down, and but... defeat you, but we... After the first few rounds, started working on our sets and, and buffs and stuff, and we, he stopped getting lucky after that. So, yeah, and, and they've they've gotten better about it, but there is still there is still quite a bit of deaths. So I think at this point they still need to work on their DT sets, um, or at least their DT sets across all of their roles within being a DD, because they they might be dying in like they shouldn't be dying in weapon skill sets because it's a lot of Naomi. But um, I think. Some of the impaka gear that they have to wear is not really doing them a lot of favors. As as a so. puppet master, changing my sets from the first few fights and working on improving them, which is something that's good because it's a job I don't always get to be on. So coming back to it for hard content mm-hmm. to work on and improve always feels pretty good and, and fresh. Uh, when mm-hmm. I moved away, I only used impaka body, maybe feet. I don't know. I didn't even even. I think I ditched the feet after the first couple times. I was just using impaka body, and the rest was either Nayame or uh, a couple pieces of malignance. When I moved away, I always was using Water's Charm full time, and I think I might have even used the um, 
the stupid uh, shadow ring. There it is, shadow ring. Uh, for the 10, 13% magic absorption nullification, uh, mm -hmm. separate from the charm. I, when I changed to using Neame head instead of malignant chapeau, and I, I changed to uh, Neame feet instead of Empaka's feet, those couple things of there, I used Empaka's harness, Neame head, Neame feet, and then maybe malignant's legs and hands, or maybe Neame hands and malignant's legs. There was, there was like a mix of all that gear. When I started changing my sets like yeah. that, after getting a couple master levels, so I was like ML twenty, which is not a high ML to get. You can you can get that pretty easy. Anything up to twenty is pretty quick, frankly. Uh, if, yeah. it's, if you take it in, in small size, we were taking bite sized chunks of. Hey guys, let's go for an hour, hour and a half this one night, and we'll get like one two levels of master levels, and then that'll be it. But I was already at like sixteen, so it was like two nights of an hour or so. I got up to twenty, and I was that was good. And just at that point, when I changed my gear around, I had that uh, ML20 base threshold, which I think ML20 is a very good base threshold for V20, V25. At that point, I didn't have that trouble before. I wasn't afraid when it looked at me. Even though I get nervous when it looked at me, but I wouldn't be afraid. I wasn't I wasn't dying like I was originally. I <laughs> yeah, when I, when I changed, when I put more HP on from Naomi, uh, that that made a huge difference in terms of using yeah. that with my food and everything. And that's like those minor changes may not seem logically like a lot, but when you change that and see the results over time, because it could be a few flukes there, but we did like like a dozen in guys with that. And I was surviving consistently over time. So you could just see over time, those changes made a big difference because uh, the things killing you are HP-based too. The guillotine's HP-based. And you just need a certain threshold to be alive with there. Yeah, I think we're actually going to start um, start using a warrior and a monk. Which might I have think to, is, I thought, yeah. Yeah, which is probably going to put uh, Blame Stressing on Geo. I already, I already sent Blame my sets so that he can at least see what I use as Geo for, to do that. Those and, are things um, a pug can't do, unfortunately. I'm that's true, yes. And I'm probably gonna end up on White Mage super taking the ads, so that's gonna be great. Because even in our group, which you could consider like a late end game kind of static, we when we'd have people change jobs, even when things are going well and someone changes a different job, even if we it's know what we're doing, yeah. things things just go wrong no matter what for the first couple of runs of that, which is why our embos look so dumb and we still beat it and it's we're failing all around, <laughs> even though it's the same kind of thing and it someone really changed one dumb. job. Yeah, it's it just gets miserable and, and then the person goes, Oh, let me not do that and you just kinda you figure out like the same thing happens in pugs too is why you can't really make that progress in pugs unfortunately it's a lot yeah. of like group work that has to go into that that whole process it's not just show up as best gear and beat it you have to like work on the things there because it's, it's not dps based progression it's it's surviving now oh definitely not and i actually have to to keep reminding my group that it's not the dps that's the issue it's dying that's the issue and they it seems like they remember it for like a day and then the next day it's like you know what i think our damage could be better doing it this way and it's like this is not the conversation that needs to take place like i, I i'm really tired of repeating myself like it's because we die it's not because we aren't doing enough damage we're doing plenty of damage to these mobs <laughs> that moogle belt's out now fox you might live yeah yeah and i'm gonna you know i'm really hoping that a lot of them have done voracious resurgence and can use it because they they definitely need it and you know, hopefully we'll be able to uh hopefully we'll be able to clear it there's not a lot of pressure on my end to clear it because you know obviously i'm in your group and you know we have everybody left which i really don't want to do but we i don't think everybody's do. gonna be as bad as you've had it. it's I gonna be fucking awful i don't think it's gonna be much worse than Bose was <laughs> there's gonna be some nonsense there as does happen with everybody but it's gonna be the same procedure get it to 75 percent with the jobs we have because we can't push it further and and we'll still beat it and then we just did the last 75 percent like we always did so it's going to be the same nonsense it always was. Sometimes I feel kind of bad, though, because, like, while they're doing their clear, I'm just farming. 
So like I'm capping a lot of like Galetti now. Well, I feel and, bad. You've gained perspective and insight as to how to organize your group to have less struggle. So if you didn't yeah. have that, like the, the things you've done with us have dramatically improved your ability to coordinate your group because you've tested things out. You've but seen it, it's not it's not enough though. Like it's not like the key to winning. It's not the key to winning, but it's possible. And oftentimes, a lot of problems. Oftentimes, like my group is probably not going to be able to clear it with the same setups that your group did. This is true because now you're seeing that I was a baseline end game ready pup, and the pup you have apparently is not. I don't know who it even is. Definitely not. Definitely not. No, I, I don't even think Haydn would be completely there either. Like it's nobody has that... Konkin, for example, and Konkin is like. Really I used nice God hands. Oh, did you? Yeah, I used God hands. Oh, well, King Kong only would matter if my puppet master or my puppet was doing damage, and it was not. I thought it was for weapon skill frequency. But... No, it was not for weapon skill frequency. I mean, I. I oh, I, so they're I, doing the same thing. Even yeah, better. God Hands because the Howling Fist and Raging Fist damage was what was yeah. important for right, uh, rotating there. Uh, a critical hit weapon skill there, String and Pummel was not doing nearly the damage of the other weapon skills. Gotcha. I'm pretty sure he was never doing Raging Fist. I'm pretty sure he was only doing Howling. I was rotating Raging in there. If I had extra TP, I was using Raging. If I had Bolster on, I was probably the right way to do it. Because if you had Bolster, yeah. Yeah, I rotated on Geo too. Like I I did uh, mostly Judgments, but I would rotate in. If I saw I was doing too many in a row, I would rotate in Exudation um, just as something to like cleanse the palate. But I I guess I actually haven't directly told them that. But that's one of the things that I kind of get frustrated that I have to tell people sometimes. It's like, hey, have you looked into any of your responsibilities on this fight yet? Like, do you know how this works to be a damage dealer? Because it feels like everyone wants to be the damage dealer. They complain when they're not. And when they go in there to be the damage dealer, it's just fucking mindless. I, it's I, like you haven't really looked at your role. You don't know what you're responsible for. Why are you dying all over the place? Do you really consider that set to be the set you need to wear? Like, do you know how to do your weapon skills? Like, whenever, like, on, on, on Embos, it's like, why do you think we're not just torque levering it? Oh god, that we was, have we have fought every uh, NM up to this point. Why do you think that that's the case? That was in our group, and that was that was frustrating. Yeah, that's the sort of thing where I'm like, have you been paying any fucking attention at all to anything that we've been doing? That was, and that's yeah. it's painful to me. And that's it's not exclusive to that situation in your group. It's not exclusive to my group. And I can only imagine it's even worse on pugs. And like, I don't like complaining about stuff, but honestly, because I I really don't. It fucking feels awful. And. Uh, but I, I can only explain it so many times. It's, it's, it's You have such little responsibility as DD. You should be on your game. Our conversations... It's not hard. You do damage and don't die. The conversations we have here, Fox, benefit me greatly in terms of adapting how I can think on the fly. And I, I didn't use Raging Fist for a bit the first few fights. And over time, I figured, okay. you know, I know Raging Fist would be very good during Bolster. Why am I not just using Raging Fist? And Raging Fist could spike definitely higher especially during Bolster than the Howling Fist, by a wide margin, mm -hmm. you'd see 50-plus K Raging Fist during Bolster. Uh, higher than Howling Fist could spike the 50K, but it was on multi-hit procs uh, during the right yeah. conditions. So it did overall as a base floor better than Raging Fist, but if I have right. to rotate, it was close enough, and during Bolster slash other stuff being on, it was, it was yeah, that sounds right. Because as long as, it, as long as it's enough, though, like if you're yeah, rotating between them to stop your own wall, then you're good to go. Because we have and a other monk, people's walls. we have a monk that's using just Victory Smite with Verithragna, and we have you resetting both of us in between, and I'm the equalizer as the third of the three DDs there that needs to use both weapon skills because I'm one a little bit quicker on weapon skilling than the other guy which is fine that's good he doesn't want to wall himself and two i have yeah. the option having god hands here to expose myself to low weapon skills whereas his varith is great for his white damage but he doesn't have 
the power of Howling Fists and Raging Fists because he doesn't have God Hands on like I do, even though I'm a pup. The weapon does suit me better in the regard of what I'm trying to fill here. So yep. just those basic things, that made a difference to the fight. And let me tell you, when our White Mage dies at 10%, you need to have every <laughs> percent of damage so you can finish that last bit of the fight there. Uh, and not, you know, you don't want to be at 12% the White Mage dies. You want to be at 10 or less, you know. You, don't, you, you want to be at any lower percent you can be because that's the difference between winning and losing that fight. That's what happened to us. So yeah. eventually, as you keep doing a fight, it may, like 10 times may sound like a not. It's really not a lot of times to do a fight. Uh, you know, you just kind of, especially in a one key item fight, you just kind of hone into things keep happening. You keep adapting like it's, it's Dance Dance Revolution. And you just keep improving what you do based on what you know. And when you talk about the fight and talk about mechanics and stuff, you just kind of do the things that work and that's it. Yeah. And hopefully, hopefully you're learning for the next fight what to do because they're all very similar in that regard. Do I <laughs> spam Tor Cleaver? Right. Like, I, no, when I heard that, when I heard today. that fox, I just kind of just wanted to like melt out of my chair. Like it just yeah. like I know you groan. I just wanted to not exist for five seconds. Yeah. Like I like the like the I don't want to live in this planet anymore meme. Yeah, and I mean, it, well, to to fucking segue into it to Embos, let me tell you, like one of your one of your members wasn't able to make it, and I had to fill in his Dark Knight. And let me tell you, if I can do it on Dark Knight. You can do it on that. Dark was our win too. <laughs> that was our win. That yes. was our win. And, and was, that was let me tell you, one. the Dark Knight does not need anything special at all. Besides you, well, subtle blow, that's not true. The subtle blow set. Yes, we're you using Apoc. Uh, I used Apoc. <laughs> <laughs> that was so bad. It was really bad. It was and really the trio bad. Had the bolster, which you know kind of sucks because you know we wouldn't have had the bolster made of Apoc, but yeah, but you should. But you I should mean, count we worked with because the the job of the next fight didn't need their one hour. Yeah. Yeah, which is fortunate, right? But you want to keep all your options available if you can. There are obviously better Dark Knights to use, but it's good that I, I could at least fill that role. And what I'm trying to say for everyone is that, yeah, I, I do have a Dark Knight that is actually pretty good, but not good for that fight. Like, I don't have the scythes you need for it. Um, but even without that, it's still definitely possible. And I, I wouldn't put a bunch of limitations had, on it. I would just make sure you execute properly. We had time left on bolster, and we had about a minute and a half left at seventy-five percent. So yeah, if yeah, the bolster used earlier, yeah, we definitely all you have to do is get there to seventy-five in the first fight. You can get further, and you will definitely win even easier. But uh, you don't have to. And think about it this way: you did that with Apoc, which was suboptimal to say the least. It's also only like rank six. <laughs> oh, ooh, non non R fifteen Apoc. Oh, I, I, excuse me, sorry. I didn't. I didn't know we were going that bad, Fox. You might have been able to use a fucking normal weapon and done better than that. Maybe I should have just used Kalid uh, Bolg and just did Torque Cleaver Resolution. <laughs> you, honestly, honestly, if you had the attack from Bolster, that might have been better. But Cross Reap Maybe. and Coitus, Coitus, uh, Coitus. Uh, I like calling it Coitus. Would be, Coitus is pretty good. Yeah, Coitus is Coitus is enjoyable. Comlon Scythe. <laughs> so say, basically the same weapon skill as Comlon Stormit. So, but if you can do that as an R six Apoc Dark Knight, who? How many shot points? Like, what's your must your master level? Master level five. Uh, I am ML eight. ML eight. If an ML eight yeah. Apoc R six Dark Knight can. To be fair, I'm also like. I have R25 in Niami, R30 in yeah, Pata. You could have R20 in Niami and have an Nkuda R15 yeah. and be a ML20 Dark Knight and do better than you did without having Cap Niami and stuff. That's That was not the... Probably. Yeah, all those other things would add a little more. But you, you end up with enough to get there, though. Yeah, it's how much is enough? And that's that's, mm -hmm. and that was, that was that. So you could get even further with the optimal stuff. 
So put it this yeah. way, Velner won his embos the same day. Shout out to Velner. Watch his stream if you nice. want to watch his stream. Um, and he, he was using Mythic Dark Knight. And let me tell you, he was absolutely destroying it. So uh, oh. he, he was doing uh, Insurgency for like 52k when it spiked and stuff like that, which was just <laughs> ridiculous damage. Like his Dark Knight was just melting the mob. So if you can take your Dark Knight and do that, and you can have someone else, or just, like, if you have a really good Dark Knight, someone who's working on it, with the point, like, your Dark Knight <laughs> did that. They used a warrior in the first one who struggled with, even with Bolster to get it there, and they just got it there. Kind of like we did. Oh, they, they swapped it? They, they used Warrior first, yes. One? And then they used Dark Knight oh. for the second fight, because he had a, you know, a beefed out, yeah, I mean, like, if, ML-40 if, if I warrior used, Dark Knight. Yeah, if I could have used, like, Khaled Bolg in fight two and had, like, real buffs and stuff, then it would have been a lot different, but yeah, it is. It is definitely different. Like you're gonna you're gonna struggle bus in, in fight one, no matter what DD you are, because like the damage is just gonna feel awful because you have almost no buffs. Yeah, their warrior <laughs> didn't have the axe. He was using a like unbuffed great axe, and that like I was really bad. Oh, gross. Oh yeah, that's really bad because you don't have a good weapon skill either way to use there. It's very gross. And that actually no, at that point I would probably try to use like Lake Hergos and Steel Cyclone. Yeah. But even then, like you don't have two weapon skills to use. Yeah, well, the as a warrior, yeah. you do. I, I mean, I guess you could use. Oh, <laughs> see, as, as you think about it, it gets worse. Yeah, all the other weapon skills seem bad. But they like, they like, just made it to seventy five percent in fight option. one with the warrior, <laughs> the same way we did with blue summoner yeah. warrior, uh, geo whatever fuck they used, and they did that mm. way like we did with red mage and everything. And then fight two is the beastmaster the. The uh, the Dark Knight, the White Mage, stuff like that, the Corsair, the Bard. And they just, he just, to watch the fight melt like 30% in like a minute and a half was like just ridiculous. And when it got to 25, he got everyone off. He had like, he had like nine, I'm not kidding you, literally nine minutes left at about 25%. That's funny. It was ridiculous. And then he That's finished with like a, like two minutes left or a minute and a half left because he had everyone get off the mob and the regen. He had to fight the regen at that point because he was so yeah. afraid of a TP move because that's what was finishing his group. He was he was overly cautious, shall we say. And so he, he beat it that yeah, way. Yeah, you could have probably left someone else on to uh, probably. to weapon skill off that pet. Like we were never in any danger. Like, not, was, no. was the person not reporting TP properly? I Maybe not. Like, he was just sucking. I think, I think since he wasn't reporting how much TP was there, it was low. Because we were also talking, he used... Um, well, I've also explained, at least in your group chat, there's a difference between Beastmasters that are geared properly and not when it comes to sucking. So, <laughs> Which is, it's an unintended pun, but... Yes, and uh, you you actually do need gear, despite what people think, in order to suck properly. Um, <laughs> like, you can get close, but there's a, there's a massive difference between what someone who's using... What you're saying, Fox, is there's more than two pieces of gear and an ungeared Beastmaster to how much TP yes. you drain on Leech because your gear and stuff matters for increasing the, the Leech's TP at a, drain? At a bare minimum, you need to use the the upgraded version of the Nakumi hands, like upgraded as high as you can go, um, because that is a, a pretty huge bonus. Like the, the Leech is a warrior, it gets 500 TP bonus for being level 97 plus. Um, it also will use the TP it had from before. And then it, it factors your TP bonus in, in which case, if you have Nakumi plus three, it's going to be plus 700 more than that. So you can start out with 1200 just having Nakumi hands and the fact that the leech is a, is a warrior. But if you don't at least have Nakumi hands, then you only have a 500 TP bonus. Now, what matters here is that the way this tiers is that you get 33%, 66%, or 100% on your 1K, 2K, 3K for the, for the pet. 
basically it would have well, been easier to say too that your your yeah. FTP here is how much you drain. So three hundred percent TP yes. in the leech is a hundred percent of the mob's TP. And if you don't, you yeah, have thirty three or sixty six. It's, a, it's a, huge. It's a super common misconception that people think that the leech always takes a hundred percent. Does not. And I when I've explained it to the group in the past because I'm the only one sucking. Um, I, uh, I, I just tell you guys that I'm taking hundred percent because I really am because I have like Imer and I have plus three hands and, and I like basically but other point, are always doing hundred percent for sure. So yeah, other Beastmasters aren't. And the reason this matters is because if you aren't taking a hundred percent, like, let's say you're taking like, uh, even seven, 66%, sure. Uh, easy, easy numbers to work with. Um, let's say you end up taking like 600, right? If I take 600, I know I'm taking the full 600 the mob has. If you're taking 600, that mob is getting to 1,000 TP by the time you suck. So when you get to 25%, that's dangerous. It's, it's going to kill you, and that's what I think his group is running into. I think his group just had some guy jump on Beast with no gear who yeah. stood there, and he was not a professional Beastmaster. Yeah, it was you not need at least 100%. those hands so you can get like around 80% plus uh, would be good. Um, because again, you, you the, after the first suck, which is less dangerous, um, you end up with like three to 500 TP usually, and that's going to factor into like the rest of the gear you have too. So you can end up at like 1,700, maybe you can have 2K sucks. Um, but without Imer, it, it, it's a lot more sketchy and you really have to communicate when you believe you need people to get off. Um, this is a really innuendo. Can you get a hundred percent without Imer? Uh, if I were to leave the leech on it and engage the mob in full subtle blow, I could probably justify it, but you would get paralyzed. That was a problem. We almost, we had a TP move go off and almost lost the fight. Because yep. of paralyzed going off and stopping a uh, suck. Yeah, I I ran into suck, and, and our party actually, did no, not I, respond I, no. appropriately by not stopping I, and stop. No, no, no. I I didn't I didn't suck. Uh, it, it wasn't about sucking. I had just sucked, <laughs> and then I went to switch pets to put killer instinct back on, and got paralyzed. And it paralyzed eight bestial loyalty. White mage took it off. Paralyze eight call beast because that fucking the other plant decided to do its move and we had to paralyze me again fly. and we had to wild card on the fly to get me my, my job abilities back while everyone had to turn and because paralyzed again yeah <laughs> yeah I got paralyzed three and fucking while this times. is happening you haven't sucked because you're trying to get killer instinct set back up and the group had I, not properly it, established that, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't have a leech out yeah you I didn't, didn't have a leech out I put killer instinct back on everyone I did leave and I went to go pull the leech back out and, I, and at this point I had tried to pull a leech out three times and failed because of paralyze and uh just being reapplied to me and literally yeah, as, it was as TP drink is going off a, a TP move went off like the, the exact same yeah. moment yeah and another thing, like your Beastmaster wants to do this in, in DT gear for yourself and your pets, so you don't die and your pet doesn't die, because that leech is not level 119, So and you will know. <laughs> we were only saved when that happened, of that whole snap, which could have been avoided if everyone stopped weapon skilling the mob. They just kept going and DPSing while this was happening. They didn't stop. Yeah. And I was, I, I was I was telling people, too. I was like, uh, God, we got to turn. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. It, it was, by the time it was said, it was all late, because it was everyone was still going, and they, like, they sh it should have been if, ahead of time when you talk about strategy. You need to say if the leech isn't out and things are some things have happened, you need to stop DDing immediately and we're fine. But they didn't. And the only reason we lived and beat that fight with as little time left as we had, which was like 15 seconds, because one for all was on. So when Uproot went off, which would have killed us if it was Timber, when Uproot went off around 25% because of all that whole snafu happening on our Embos, we, we lived with like 200 or less HP on everyone 
because one for all was on to dramatically reduce uproot's damage because it's a magical light weapon skill and the yeah. bard got one shot and that so with less dps from the bard and i had to start doing more damage as the rune and now like i was i was reserved to try and prevent us from i was afraid i was going to get uh the mob to go over a thousand tp under 25 percent because we have like three people fighting the mob of weapon skilling, which is still enough to get over a thousand if a fourth person jumps in even though i'm capping subtle blow in my weapon skill set on room which was Oops. I think important, but when the bard died, I had to start stepping up. That's how we almost ran out of time because I'm like, let's uh. revisit a, a problem with this though. Like your beastmaster is the only person being able to mitigate TP in this fight, right? And everyone should know this. So if the beastmaster doesn't have the pet out and available, people should know not to continue. Yeah, <laughs> like that it, should it, be, it, you shouldn't. You shouldn't have to tell people that that you shouldn't. But it happens because everyone's kind yeah. of tunnel visioned in the moment. That's, that's the sort of thing that 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 gets a little frustrating. It is. It is frustrating. So carrot points at a good point here. You couldn't hear because the button wasn't pressed. Uh, but she said I was off the mob at that point anyway. As soon as I died, so it was good timing because I didn't want to yeah. feed them on TP. So the bard dying there was actually we didn't didn't ruin the fight. Kind of when Very that <laughs> when that happens, Hayawa's our white mage in that at that point, which he does great there. But when, yeah. that, when that happens, he's like, "Well, there's the fight." He, I think, he even says it in the video, and then we won. Yeah, we we thought we lost, and yeah. I even said, "Well, like we had like a minute and a half left." Um, well, we'll get it next time, guys. I said, but then Carrot told me, which you don't hear in the video. She goes, "Well, we took it down this much in this time. We have enough time based on how fast we took it down yeah. to actually beat this." And she was right because we beat it. Like I, I agree with her. That's how I felt too. <laughs> yeah, <that's> actually, <laughs> yeah. We were on the same page for that. But she told me. I didn't have it from you because you're focusing on everything else going on. So. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She was talking to you about the, it. The, the support of, of, of the dead bard is... is <laughs> even even in death, the bard is supporting the party to even victory. In death. Crying all all she could flute. do is cry into her flute while dead on the ground as the world around her burns into her remas. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, no shit. As the 12th Fire Emperor of Asura faces off against the mob trying to do the damage required the on Rune Fencer... Fucking Epio rune fencer trying to do the, the 20k weapon skill damage required. There were some runes doing amazing. Maybe they were capped ML level and everything else gone. There were some runes doing amazing damage above my rune. I don't have a, a dex plus weapon skill damage cape. I just have a strength weapon skill damage cape because I'm not making a dex cape. So sure. maybe, maybe because there, there's runes putting out like 40k weapon skills. I'm like, I'm not putting out 40 fucking k. So if I can put out lower weapon skill damage yeah. in a job like that, I, I would, I would make sure that like you're you're conditionally like looking at the same thing, like apples to apples. True. It's like, sometimes they're doing that and they're also like buff to the moon. And <laughs> there's a lot of variance. in Bruins that. on a very strong weapons going job with Naomi in the first place. So it's very sensitive to attack buffs. I'm also not R15 FBO too. So that's also a thing. <gasps> I'm not six. So let me say that I'm like 12 or something, but oh, okay. 11, I don't know who something, uh, something okay. around 11. Sorry, I've got, I've got too many Remus to put Astrals into. <laughs> yes, especially <laughs> shitty-ass APOC in a job. You know, it was funny because recently you're like, maybe APOC I'll work on Dark job. Knight. It doesn't need to do more damage. You like, were just sitting there, you're, you're, you're pa like it's quiet, and you basically just go, like, you, you, like in the silence, I, you suddenly go, maybe I'll work on Dark Knight. And then <laughs> here you are. <laughs> should, should it work on that Dark Knight? Yeah... But anyway, I mean, so, it's not really there's not really a lot of work to do. Though. It's like get master levels and put astrals into things. <laughs> I got so many jobs that need astrals. I do as well. I haven't been doing fucking, especially now because the campaign just started. Oh, OK, so let's I was going to say a discussion well, richer yeah. at times than I thought it would ever be and longer than I thought it would be. But it was long in a not filler kind of way. 
the the campaigns if we want to list those really quick before we close out here i don't know if you care oh, yeah i didn't even pay attention to those like i don't really watch the campaigns anymore because i don't really need i do them. because as i said before i was not getting 64 whatever points 65 and a half yeah, cap, yeah, yeah. so my my mastering dancer is taking a lot longer than uh being done in an hour or 40 minutes or whatever which you can do now instead of taking a long time so we have chain exp bonus so if you're leveling it'll be fucking done fast on a basic job capacity point chain bonus which is what we're doing when my, i mean the other night i just went out there as a dancer to solo ae stuff with my daggers and fan dance and horus bangles but then haya and akadin joined me which was very nice mm. and we started clearing the whole room because no one was out there because the campaign hadn't started people are out there now but now yeah, the chain no. chain cp bonus is out there now so go find a zone fight whatever you can and cap your jobs to master that's pretty easy nowadays we have the bonus bailed campaign. I'm skipping over monstrosity. This is ridiculous. They need to update monstrosity. Or fuck off. Yeah. They should make new campaigns, but I say that every fucking time. Bonus bailed, which is getting extra bailed from those fucking wildkeeperies and stuff that no one cares about unless you're a new player. But if you are, hey, good for well, you. Well, I build. mean, it's it's also they also drop like the mod coupons, which can help when like people are learning a new job. Do they? Like, sometimes do, that equipment is okay. They, mod coupons come from the. Um, the high tier, the high tier, the orb battlefield campaign, which is not a thing, I think. Well, it's keep bereave campaign. Enemies will drop mob, mob coupon AWWK. Oh, okay, my bad. There you go. Yeah. So, like so, sometimes, sometimes those are okay. Like I think Summoner can still use like some of the staves. Like obviously, it's not Nirvana. But oh, I see. So the AWWK is a mob keep bereave weapon. You get it right away. But it's also yeah. if you take the weapon and get it at the Moogle, which is time. I don't know if you want to do it. So it's an extra one HP build as well. HP builds on a Sura are going for like 900, 950k a stack. It felt really so, good to sell some of those, that's for sure. <laughs> oh yeah, it does. I don't, I don't know what's gone on. I don't know if all the RMT are moving the Bahamut or whatever's going on, but items have been more expensive than they have been. At first, I thought it was just the past several months have not been easy ambuscade months for all the mules that do them, which has been true. Mm -hmm. But we're talking about uh, Alexandrites, the most expensive it's been, like 400, 450k. It's usually like 330, 350 for the last years. And now it's suddenly consistently for months over 400 plus K regularly, which is scary. That's why I refuse to refuse to finish tubs. <laughs> I'm not but, paying that. <laughs> but I mean, that, like all these items, uh, heavy metals are like 7.5 mil a stack instead of like the 550, 6 mil, they use 650, 6.5 K that might be during a campaign or otherwise. They're, they're, they're like, they're usually not seven plus mil. Usually. I, during the Void Watch campaign, I was able several months ago to get them for like five to 5.5 mil a stack. Compared to, I think 7. I, 5. I think I did Kalibolg at six two. And even six two is a lot different than seven five. Yeah, but the uh, if you take the Wandkeeper weapons and get a bunch of coupons and trade them all in for different things at once, you can go trade those into the Mithra next to the Castle Adelin Gates next to the Leafkin and get a bunch of bailed, which you can then trade if you trade like a like like was it a hundred HP bailed at once of bailed points and you get like a free hp bail so you might as well trade in a bunch of points and that would be a good source of gill if you're a new player and confused i guess or want to get because you get yeah. a bunch of sparks that way too because every time you, you can do, bizarre singles too yeah every time you, yeah, you get bizarre singles i guess but every time you do one of those uh, the roe objectives you get a bunch of a bunch of sparks and stuff right away too so that would be a way if you're a new player i guess to kind of get capacity points get experience points get merit points get money get stuff i mean it's it's as a new player i definitely do think the wall keeper campaign is good but for most people it is not the times four yeah. bail one would be it but this is not times four bail that's not a plus um yeah new players should actually 
do more to take advantage of these campaigns. One that I'm seeing here, this uh, the Skirmish Stone Arcane Clyptics campaign. A lot of people don't really use much of this gear anymore, but there is uh, some reason to use like some of this gear with a gear for some jobs. And then like, like it's not all completely irrelevant. I think the mage gear especially is the one there. So like the Gendwitha and the Hagonas. It's not like you're going to make like full sets and idle in it full time, but I mean, I think there's like some personal relevant stuff in there. If I was a job. brand new player using the mage stuff, I think it would have some value. So sure. at least until ambuscade stuff, you know, but it's not hard to do that with trusts. But right now, trusts are also at plus fifty percent HP and MP, and they don't. Which die is the, the first time, time to solo shit. Like this is this is your this is your time to be like soloing omen bosses if you need a body or something. Yep, because the first time the trust goes up. to die, it'll it'll go back to one hundred percent HP and not die the second time it will. But you can recall the trust and get that same effect back. Yeah, um, this might be. I might go out and fight a bunch of Kios for uh, for Udug Jacket because I got to get it someday. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and he's not that bad of a solo. You just got to make sure that uh, that your trusts line up with unfortunate. I've, I've been saving some time. vouchers because Carrot needs a Nishrock Jerkin for, or not needs, but would benefit from for Arabati. So, I mean, I have a bunch of silver vouchers on my main and mules and stuff. So maybe I get an Udug jacket. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you when I'm using them or whatever, and maybe maybe get something because I got an Udug jacket and I don't nuke on pup. If I like, it's there in case I ever play Beast, which is nice. But as a job. I, I, I have not failed a Venus Orb this time across like all my mules or me. Like I've gotten the loud thud. I've gotten I've I've opened all the boxes. Like I have not been eaten by the mimic this time around. Wow. And I, I have done a lot of Venus Orbs. Like it feels so blessed. But at the same time, all I've gotten is like hex cuffs. It's more like a penis orb for you. Yeah. It's so disappointing. Like I'm I'm so excited because it's like I'm winning the orb lottery in terms of like being able to open a chest and not die. But at the same time. Like the rainbow chest I'm opening has like a terrible item in it. Speaking of uh, HP, uh, heavy metal plates still being over seven mil a stack. Void Watch campaign's going on now, and that's something I'll participate in a little bit. Even if you do like 15, 20 minutes of it, of uh, Quillen or something, the Kitchrins are worth a bunch of money because of stuff, and people don't sell them. The NPC value there of all the materials, if you go with an empty inventory, tons of NPC gold you can have there, and then the heavy metal plates you can get. You know, I remember in, within an hour, I had gotten like 30-ish plates, which is, I think, ahead of the curve in terms of drop rates. It would average even lower, but just... I like to, I like to solo it. Like, yeah, that's I, what I was doing. Like, like killing specifically, like, I'll go out of my way to go to the furthest pop inside of Sky, and people will still come up and just bot right on top of me, so I stopped doing it. Yeah, you can't do a LO. It's so um, frustrating. LO the bird, you don't want to do that because those are always botted constantly. I go inside... I, I had it happen to me on killing, dude. I, I go deep into the fucking weapons rooms. I did. Oh, wow. Somebody showed up and he was like, please invite me. I'm like, no, I don't want to deal with you. And he bought it on top of you. And then he just bought it on top of me. That's a dick move. Yeah. If anything, it could have bought That's it happened on top more of than one up. time. I mean, always team up. I'm not going to team up with someone who's doing it. No, I no. agree. I would have kicked him if I saw him botting, but just the fact that you could have off the bat team up with him and it would have been disappointing otherwise. But I, it's just it's just so rude. Like people are just rude nowadays. You could have you, know? you could have warped him and come back once he started botting because I have the Moogle cap. I would have Moogle capped him out of there and run back myself because he's botting. I would have waited a bit. Oh, and I, I, and I would have I think I was him out Ninja. and he would not have been botting anymore. I don't have Moogle cap, man. Like I, I, I think I was on Ninja. I didn't have a way to root. Warp him. That's also like not my style either. Like if someone's gonna be rude, like that's fine. I'll just like blacklist him and move on. Oh, I but definitely would. Send it did. There. It does. It does sour my experience on it though. Like I've missed so many of these uh, campaigns for this because I just don't want to deal with the people botting it. Yeah, that botting for Void Watch is a big problem. Yeah, it it ruins the campaign. People are like, oh yeah, I've been 
I, I spent like an entire day doing it and I got all these heavy metal plates. It's like, cool. Thank you for telling us that you just bought it all out. Congratulations. I, I think it's a good stint to do while you're watching something. Uh, anime, yeah. perhaps, like uh, My Hero Academia has been very, very good lately. <laughs> Maybe you watch one episode of anime sure. or two episodes and just after the second episode, 40 so minutes in, just leave and go do something else or go for a walk outside or something. But I think balancing it like that, I think is good to do these campaigns like that. I won't do Voidwatch otherwise, so. I engage in void watch in, in short bursts, like I get uh, exemplar points in short bursts for master levels. Sure. Uh, Unity campaign, which I think is one of the best campaigns, even for in-game players, still because you are working Fox on a new Unity weapon that has gone on the radar for people. What is that weapon? <laughs> uh, the Ababinoli or whatever that is. Yeah. The, we like to call it the Abba Staff, and give me, give me, give me a DT staff after midnight. Yeah, it's just it's just a high DT weapon. Um, it's a it's it's basically just thirty percent cure potency with a lot of healing skill uh, tacked onto a D ring, and it looks pretty good. Like I still swear by Radic Rod uh, plus one for most things, but like one, not everyone has that, and two, some people just decide to use Queller Rod. It's or also an SU uh, item too. So if you're a new mage without master, it is an SU item. Or wait, Abanelli isn't. Oh, no, the Ab- Radic Rod. So the staff is not the Abba staff, but it's the Abanelli plus one, A-B-A-B-I-N-I-L-I plus one. So Abanelli, yeah. so A-B-A and the Abanelli. up here. Yeah. But the stats on it are as a base, if this is something you have to use lustreless highs on to upgrade. So the base stats are MP 118, mine 12, there's some M-A-B in there and stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Cure potency 24%, enhancing magic 11, healing magic 11. Uh, then we have... Cure potency based on unity ranking up to ten percent, so I would count it as about eight or seven. It starts at six. It's well, six the important 10, thing. You, yeah, I, I treat it like it's thirty. I treat it like it's thirty because twenty four plus six. is You should 30, treat it like it's thirty two because thirty one even because you're not plus six percent is if you're like the lowest unity two unities and you're not. So. so something about white mage is that you're in no short supply of cure potency. <laughs> True, but it could um, be enough to change. thirty. I, I mean the the one the one percent doesn't change enough in these sets like even even at the even if i got four percent more i don't think it would change anything in these sets um i'm already using the nq white mage net for example like there's there's no reason to yeah cure potency is not a problem but still it just i yeah. guess you could count it as six percent but that's only if you're in the lowest two unities which basically no one is it should sure. be seven eight nine ten tens of the very top one or two you might even get a ten percent in the second place unity the the important thing about it is that it it's a d-ring with high cure potency on it. So like, it's not going to give you the cure potency two or the raw curing power of like, say the radic rod, but at the same time, it's going to keep you alive in content and having generic DT is more important than the Genmei shield in a lot of situations because Genmei shield is nice. It allows you to use a rod and cure, um, but it offers only PDT, which is becoming increasingly, increasingly more useless in most content it is as you need to start favoring like generic dt for breath damage and or being dispelled not having shell present or things like that it's just way more safe to use it um so if i'm crafting a white mage dt set i'm trying to cap generic dt only is my only consideration and you can actually build really cool sets with this because you get a lot of stats in one spot um whereas like if you're just trying to use a d-ring on its own that d-ring is only giving you the 10% damage taken, like the staff does both. So you are trading some Cure Potency 2 for that. And it allows you to build some pretty solid sets, especially um, since like almost right after starting to talk about this in the Discord, like using a Babinelli, um, the Moogle Belt comes out <laughs> and yes. it makes the sets even better. So 
Um, White Mage is in a position to have some really good sets uh, that keep your HP high um, and allow you to take some hits. Um, and since you're not wearing the Hikirin no Obi in something like Shoal Jail because of the double dark weather, um, it actually frees up your belt slot to give you a lot more utility in these DT sets to be and able dark to wear something like that or Shinjutsu no Obi plus one. Because Dark Weather's in Sortie, Divergence, and in Shoal. So. Yeah. It's everywhere. Yeah, there's a lot of places where it takes place. And yeah, if, if you're, you're not going to get punished. Uh, for not wearing that obi but you will get punished if you die and it, it's a it's a good place where you can where you can like jam some more dt in there and have, have a really because nice most stuff. most mates are trying to use chantayan staff in a lot of the sets if they're not using which the is route, another problem which is yeah. those the dark weather there goes against it so yeah with the campaign now because the augment for r15 here is healing magic enhancing skill plus 10 each and then dt plus yeah, minus 10 percent so the dt only yeah. comes at r15 here basically uh, yeah. from all those lustreless hides so it's kind of worth it because even as a base item here you it's can expensive. definitely it is expensive yeah. but it's worth it uh, I, I just made it today so I I did find it was worthwhile after evaluating the sets first like I didn't just go out and make it and then try to cram it into sets like I looked to see if it was actually viable first <laughs> if anything I would just do if, if, if you're not doing anything else in this game or board just do shoal B just do it there you go yeah yeah good hides and work on it over time because as a base and item honestly, here, it's not, not bad to pick up this item. It's not the greatest as a base item without the DT minus 10, which is the point of it. But with the DT 10, you still, without it, you still have a very good base item as a new white mage here. When I came back to this game, um, it was fortunate that I love to play white mage. And, white, and I always say the white mage geared all of my jobs. One of the first things I did when I made uh, friends with some people, um, you know, through the fact that I was healing them and no one wanted to do it, is I was like, hey, you know, you guys mind killing Ark for me? Because I can't do it myself. I'm just coming back to the game. And I actually used the staff starting out. And then as I got Queller Rod and stuff like that, I threw it on the ground because it fell out of favor. And it kind of got passed over when the Unity upgrades came out because it didn't have Cure Potency 2. And, like, White Mages were pretty established that you want all these really powerful Cure sets. And you do. Like, those are... You can still absolutely use those. But now that the tempo's kind of shifted... Uh, and this is something I do with a lot of the Unity weapons specifically, um, I'll go back through and I'll, I'll look at them every time new content comes out because the priorities on them are like the, the weights you place on something can shift depending on how your needs shift. And Little this weapon, yeah, th this weapon specifically was not actually that good until recently because not until recently did your white mages really take sustained damage in situations that weren't just oh shit situations. Like v you actually have to plan for your white mage tanking things now. V25, especially Zevioso, yeah. white mage has been in the shit. Yeah. Just getting ads beating it the fuck up. You need to have mid cast cured DT cap sets for these fights mm -hmm. a lot of the times. I mean, Engai. Even maybe Kalunga uh, and Zevioso, especially those three, have been white mage getting beat the fuck up. And when we've had squishy white mages just die, it shows, and you lose the fight. So you need a white mage that's really using something like this, or even at least just having a good set, which this is part of. If you don't, even if you don't have it, you can still have a good set. But just having that DT in your cure set instead of maximum power that you might even be utilizing properly, depending on how high you're curing, is it's important now because white mages are just. Good white mages that have never had to deal with adversity are now just dying because they're not prepared to deal with adversity. <laughs> yeah. And this this is a weapon to help you deal with adversity. Oh, for sure. Because white mage should for be sure. sometimes the rock of a group. When everything's gone wrong, you need to be able to take stuff and not just run away in circles. Mm -hmm.
Yeah. And I mean, I've gotten by a lot of the time on still using the powerful sets and just timing things properly, but the shit going on around you isn't always conducive to that. Because while you can time things properly forever, it doesn't mean that the damage or, or things happening to your party is always on the same clock. <laughs> so sometimes you can avoid problems just by being able to take that hit and like taking your timing off to make sure that their timing or or their damage clocks, uh, incoming damage clocks are being uh, mitigated. So that's kind of the way you want to look at it on White Beach. Like damage comes in at intervals. It's kind of like how in Scholar, I don't want to cure any body besides the uh, the... Imperium plus three body, not just because of the DT on it, but the enmity as well. But just the DT on it's it as well good, is yeah. just like thirteen percent DT is just great. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah, I've got some some really cool sets in the Discord right now. Like it caps DT. Um, it gives you like between fifty six and and sixty cure potency, um, factoring in some cure potency too that you can retain. Um, keeps you at negative uh, fifty enmity. Uh, so that way, that plus tranquil heart keeps you at an extremely low enmity value on White Mage. Uh, keeps you at, at decently high HP, especially now that you have the, that belt. Keeps you still around 2k HP, which is pretty good for a white mage. Um, keeps, keeps your you MP pants. Keeps your MP higher. The staff itself keeps your MP higher, actually. It's 118. Uh, it has a 118 on its own, yeah. Um, it's It pairs nicely with some magic evasion with the Yankee strap. Uh, it's, it's, it's pretty synergistic with the set as a whole, but you do need the other components. It's not like you can go out and just dump some hides on an, on an Babinili and all of a sudden you're going to be like, dt the the dt man like you're 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 gonna need to brew around it for sure um but i think it's a solid piece it's like the core of that set so i think it's gonna work out because you'll be the white mage queen young and sweet <laughs> only abanilli plus one r15 i wish i miss playing white mage but i always make sure i keep it up on it so i don't get to play it very often because usually i'm i have to be like bard or geo or something but when I do get play white mage, it's nice. So I always make sure it's ready. Carrot the fucking doesn't know any music next to me. She's like, Abba doesn't sing that. Yes, Abba does sing that. That's like 1950s, isn't it? Abba sings that song. I don't care who else might How possibly sing Abba? it. 70s. You mean the, the original artist? <laughs> Fuck the original artist. <laughs> we only care about Abba, okay? <laughs> My Icelandic friend, Fox, the mm. one that moved away. I still talk to him. He's, he's going Is through another... Let me tell you. We would sometimes play ABBA at work because we would have to, quote, appease the Icelandic man. Okay. You know, <laughs> there's something about, he goes, he goes, this is something every person in Iceland is born to appreciate. And I go, okay, I believe you. I, 50 years no, no, it, it's ABBA. It's ABBA. You don't question. Is that, she's not Icelandic. It's, it's, okay, okay, okay. So. What's happening? <laughs> I know they're Swedish. But just because they're not Icelandic doesn't mean that Icelandic people don't relate to people named Bjorn or something else like that. Just, just trust me. Baby Bjorn. Oh, you don't keep them separate? I usually do. Trust me. It's like people Maybe from New Jersey States. and New York. We take some things from New York. They take some things from Jersey. They're both ours, and we both appreciate it, okay? Sweden and Iceland is like New York and New Jersey. Carrot went to the r slash New Jersey subreddit and she's like, all that's here is stuff about cars, traffic, and sunrises. Why are there so many sunrise pictures? And I go, we we appreciate sunrises, okay? I've seen a lot of sunrise pictures. I guess it's a thing. (laughs) I will say that a lot of people... is so shitty that they're thankful to see a sunrise. Here's the sunrise over exit 6 on the turnpike. It smells, but here's the sunrise. You can't smell the sunrise. Anyway, um... So that was the Unity campaign. Fucking yep. carrot. 
Uh, here's one for all you bots out there. High tier mission battlefield campaign is in effect. <laughs> so bot number five, come on down. One, two, three, four, five. All the Baitetsu is going to go for a ride because we also have the hyper chocobo digging campaign. Nobody gives a fuck. You don't, you don't do digging. That's the only time I play. Someone's too busy doing Horizon over there. So we also have the more useless one, Combat Magic Skill Increase Campaign, in case you bought it or whatever fuck, I don't know. But uh, here, so we have the last one here, hasn't been in a while, it's good, I need to finish my Dancer Feet plus three, because I need to pick a piece with Jig, and it's the Relic Legs or Dancer Feet, so I might as well use the Dancer Feet, because... I, I guess. I haven't I, I don't think Dancer Feet have a place in a waltz set so far, Fox, but at least they give me Jig fifty percent, which I need. You're talking about the the relic feet? The AF feet. Oh the AF feet? Maxi plus the um, maxi pads. I I do like their ability to add cure potency, but I don't I don't see using them pieces. over the Max uh, the Imperium feet, the Makalele feet. Depends if I'm already kept on DT. I guess, but at the same time, I want something with the magic evasion and stuff like that going on with them, too. My, I want my waltz set to be a hardy sure. set, because the way I've been waltzing in Divergence, I, that wave three Divergence waltzes, man, oof, oof. I'm already using maxi body, which is not defensive, so I want to use everything else defensive. I mean, because I could, so far it had been I could care for more with waltz, and that was the over-focusing on doing more waltz potency, but it's so strong already that when you other gear, who fucking cares? You know, I'm already using Waltz 2 effectively, yeah. which is like no TP. So That is a good takeaway. Like, you don't need to cap Waltz potency anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and just for how often I'm using Gluttys Knife or a Chronica, I only need to get... I'm getting 39 Waltz potency in these sets, Fox, and the feed is 14. So I just have so much Waltz potency. The earring's 10. It is a little much. So between the daggers and the earring, generally, unless I'm using something that I wouldn't need strong Waltz with in the first place, TP bonus offhand, I usually have the waltz 10, 20% between two pieces already out of 50, which is, and the body you have to always use is, is fucking 19. So with, with three pieces of gear, you are at 39 out of 50. So the feet being 14. Honestly, sometimes you can just stop there too. Yeah, honestly, you could, but uh, I'd rather have it where I'm missing the dagger and don't have the 10% than not having that base already. But just wearing sure. Naomi and other slots, I just don't see using the feet. But I need, when I'm running around on Dancer, I want to have Jig's last for longer than two minutes so sure. you just kind of make the sacrifice i figure at least my steps could possibly benefit by using those feet with the other pieces so because the other piece is the uh saber dance legs with weapon skill damage and they're just not maybe a hand-to-hand -hand weapon skill or something but they're not good like they used to be pretty decent i i, I wouldn't use them either i think minor it plus two i'm not even making them i'm just gonna not have them yeah not worth it um that's the other yeah, jig piece. I, I just I usually just store those. <laughs> yeah, there's there's those are the two jig pieces, so it might as well be the one that gives you more accuracy for a step or something. Sure. Yeah. Although the step accuracy thing, I wouldn't sweat that one as much either. Um, like if you're going into like full step back, it's coming to play time, for wave three. Let me tell you. A lot of times you can get murdered doing that too. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And I found that more often than not, I, I can typically get murdered if I try that. So I've actually been doing steps in like full DT sets. I got to work like, around. Your, your step accuracy should be pretty high. You get you get job gifts for it. Yeah, it's. Uh, or I'm still getting those job gifts. So. Yeah. Um, but but having like some pieces, like if you can if you can squeeze it in, it's fine. I figured if I had to make one of the two pieces, I guess the feet are at least stand a chance of being useful. Sure. <laughs> it's, it's just it, yeah. what are you gonna do 
I mean, I I value things much differently than you do. <laughs> well, I mean, that's I think is, is the big thing. I mean, but, if there's uh, a use for I, something, there's a use for something. So it's not like I want to undervalue the feet, but I mean, there's just not a great need, and there's the, not a need for the legs. Is that the the outcome of 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 this discussion when it comes to like waltzes is that it doesn't really matter. So like, there it really isn't a right or wrong way to do it as long as you're not a corpse and as long as someone's getting healed. So those are the two check boxes. <laughs> like, if you can justify a set by checking those boxes and being okay, then I would say that your set is pretty successful. It doesn't really matter what you pour into it. But there are some cornerstone pieces, like the Dancer AF body is definitely very important to consider. Every set needs uh, it. And it's very good to know what daggers are going to also provide waltz potency. And then just build your sets around it is, is, is to the depth of your heart's content, because you will you can go with like one set, or you can go with a billion sets like I have. And honestly, at the end of the day, as long as you're checking those two boxes when it comes to waltzes, like you're succeeding. You don't need as many sets as me, or maybe you will like the utility of having a ridiculous number of those sets. But don't lose sight of what the goal should be. Fox, are you saying you have one billion sets? I've got like fucking nine. I have like nine. nine Why? I could see it, but still. Yeah. I assume you're counting a couple just based on fan dance being on or off. So maybe it's like five. Uh, Actually, actually, not fan dance being on or off. Just tank mode in general being on and off. Okay. Yeah. Well, that'd be like DT mode for me. So that's that's also a couple sets for me. But I don't. I don't have nine. That's for sure. Yeah. At this moment, I only have one, but it's going to expand to two. Yeah, but what I'm saying is you don't need to do that. Like it doesn't like it, it doesn't matter as much as it might for like other things that you want to get that granular on. Um waltzes are just so strong that you don't need to cap waltz potency most of the time. Um I could see having there's, an there's evasion so set because there's times I'd want to do evasion stuff like sure. uh Doe Gates AOEing uh my points right now. Evasion's a big deal when I'm pulling all those mobs and my evasion dropping for waltz can can definitely kill me. So if I pull the whole room sure. of stuff, so I could see an evasion waltz set based on if I'm in evasion mode, DT waltz set based on a DT. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> like I, I have sets that even still include the Anwig Salade. Like you don't need to. Yeah, I don't honestly. I, I don't have it, unfortunately. I don't think I'm going to get it. Sure. <laughs> I know you said I could Those... do pup and that and just use different, but I just figured it might you can. be pup piece. You can. Um, I use Pet DT and uh, Waltz Recast on mine. I use the Pet Haste on mine with the Pet DT because I don't have the Pup Ring because I have a different ring. Shenetic, the only ring you need. So I have to, I can't, I've already compromised there, so I have to use the whole headpiece occasionally for Pup. That's weird because I remember not having that problem on Pup. It's a matter of DT Haste. So the DT is the most important piece because you don't get much Pet DT that's not. Using Kluskop Shaft, Sash? Yeah, you, the sash fixes the the haste problem haste generally. Key. It's the DT on the for the pet. I I usually need to I like not run an earth maneuver sometimes. So I need the extra DT on my gear. I need to use like a, a water maneuver with a, a light and fire, and I need to not. I need to make up the the PDT and stuff missing, or just having more magic damage taken in general on the head. Oh, are you talking about like swapping out the AF body? I'm just talking about the the head giving me the haste with extra, like using an ESA belt instead of that. So like depending on what I'm oh. doing, yeah, because the ESA belt's also DT that you don't usually get because you only get four percent on pup, which if you only did four percent in every slot, pup is lacking pet DT at this point, frankly. But 
Uh, yeah. Just or that, you get really ugly sets like the Rouset. Yeah, the Rouset is very ugly, but you also just the Rouset head does not complete you like that one head does. So it just on a few no, times it noticeably not. falls into being mandated <laughs> without having that ring. If you have the Therondont ring or whatever it is for pets, then you don't need it. But since I do not, because uh, I play other jobs that are not pup, and I don't want to have just one ring for fucking pup and beast, then I'm gonna play beast. Then I need that headpiece like it is. So that's that's why for dancer it just kind of falls. It really out. bothers me because like I have an anal amount of sets. Uh, for for Puppet Master when it comes to like different tanking modes and being able to do damage at the same time. I just don't have like the King Konkin and stuff. But I can't think of the set where that matters. It's when I'm not using it's come into play with um with Omen and not Omen, uh, Odyssey and stuff on these fights where I've had to use the puppet in a certain capacity where I need to yeah. ha- have where I'm in the back line on stuff on the job and I want to not use an earth maneuver or other things going on like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you need like fire water, uh, fire yeah, water fi- light. Yeah, just in just in yeah. general, or just changing it, it up, in, or, or any combination. Yeah, depends yeah, on the frame not. too, because I don't have the extra DT on the other frames if I'm using a different frame than the Valor Ridge frame. Yeah, I, I've actually gotten really used to not using Valor Ridge frame, um, so I'm I'm definitely used to the DTs on those other frames. And I'll be short uh, several percentage, and I don't want to be short that when I'm taking so much damage in the frame. So. It does work its way in there. And with the haste on there, it lets me free up other slots to use more DT like Isabel. Yeah, maybe I'll look at it someday. Or use regen <laughs> DT instead of regen or DT haste on the back for the pet or whatever. So Yeah, I definitely I definitely have haste back for that. Yeah, I have a different haste back, but it doesn't have the regen. When I'm doing tanking stuff, I usually want the DT regen. So I don't have the haste in the back, which usually the back is the ten percent that fixes me. Uh so needing the yeah, head yeah, to yeah. give me that five percent or whatever with the DT ten. It works into sets really well, especially for new pups. So between God, dancer so and pop, gross. I have to use the Amwig there. Yeah, because I'm definitely not engaged with an Amwig head. <laughs> I still hate that that Amwig head just basically gets you killed if you get hit by anything at this point. They have not released yeah. something like how is a 75 piece that strong that nothing is even close to it at this point? It this is game? incredibly strong. Like it is disproportionately strong. Yeah, to, to anything else that we can wear. Yeah, across multiple pieces of gear. Like honestly, all of that uh, that add-on scenario stuff is like nichely, nichely useless for, here. Yeah, you have like roll duration for core legs or something like it. Just draw recast, a uh, phantom roll recast. Yeah, yeah. like like <laughs> samba delay samba. or not samba, but but waltz delay. Yeah. Um, ten pet DT. Like I, I can't get away from the pet DT just because I'm also a beastmaster. Like that's actually a critical piece in some sets. So. Yeah, you just don't get that pet DT like you did. Everything else was yeah. replaced it basically. Yeah. And without the ability to custom attach and weld things to my pets on Beastmaster, <laughs> custom uh, I, need all, I need all the DT that I can get. Trust Fox, me. you you take out that leash and you take out a blowtorch and you start you start doing stuff. A stapler, dude. If I could, I would staple all sorts of armor plates to them. <laughs> staple the leash. So good. I walk into the shop in uh, Ottergon with with a with a warthog and be like, "Hey, can you uh, can you install this armor plate for on this for me?" Franken warthog comes out. <laughs> It's got lasers for eyes. Then I know I've won. <laughs> the, the, the crib has had its like little eye sockets removed, and in its place is like some some like blinking Omega's eye sockets or something. <laughs> some terrible dead space looking motherfucker. It's got the Fermian sword for a claw. It's got the glowing sword claw. Excellent. It makes beeping noises instead of bubbles. If only <laughs> you replace the shell. The shell's on, but you take it off and eat. It's like a computer processor. <laughs> It's like when yeah, you like peel white Arnold's skin and the the red eye comes out. You have like the normal tentacle and then like the red eye. We can make you stronger. You come out. <laughs> you you call Beast. And it goes dun 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 Better dun. Better than you were before. 
<laughs> Carrot's groaning, but I, I'm enjoying this. Any rate, yeah, that has been all of the campaigns, all of the theory crafting, all of the fun updates. I forgot to say yeah. at the start of it, Fox, we've gotten in even better with the uh, lady at the bakery. And she said oh. that she used to be a teacher and she would rather strip than go back to teaching. Sad. <laughs> and I said, that's, that's what happens, especially also in the medical field. And she goes, my husband's in the medical field. I go, oh, no. Yep. I'd rather strip than go back to teaching special ed. Oh. Well, oh, I mean, yeah. that takes a special sort of person. It does, yeah. There's a lot of patience. It does, yeah. I don't have the patience for that. Would Fox say it pays better? No, he says it takes a special kind of person, a lot of patience. Oh. Yeah. To strip? No. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, probably. I, I don't have a lot of experience as a stripper, but I, <laughs> I think Fox could have been a stripper. Uh, once upon a time, probably, but yeah. not now. I, w I wouldn't get paid, I'll tell you. <laughs> Fox gets up there and has to, <laughs> needs, needs the special access ramp to get to the stage. <laughs> I can see it. That, that would be... Uh, now coming to the stage, and you go to, like, the, the ramp slowly raises up. There's an awkward amount of time. While it takes <laughs> He's to get slowly up going up to the stage, and it breaks down halfway. <laughs> Yeah, no thanks. Uh, there was a time and a place, and I guess I just missed that in my life. Those days when you were running for 12 <laughs> hours experience. and your treadmill had passed. <laughs> it's long gone. <laughs> now the sweat and tears goes into Lewis. How, how right. the mighty have fallen. From, oh, shit. from Sports Illustrated to Von Adil's footnotes. <laughs> At any rate, I had a great time, Fox. Thank you for all the insight. I think this was a rather good episode. I thought it was going to be lame, but uh, it was good. It's always I always think it's going to suck, and then it doesn't suck as much as it would. I mean, the, the MLK stuff, uh, peaks suck if anyone made it through that to get to this point. But Yeah, I've been beaten down and out of it for so long that I honestly didn't think I had anything good to talk about, but I'm glad that uh, it seems like we got some good stuff in this yeah, one. So. I was surprised. Yeah, for sure. I forgot the AW Wildkeeper coupons came from here too. Yeah, whatever. We learned stuff. Yeah, some new people might need those. I had a feeling that the person was a moron, and this podcast has shown that Robo Crokey is correct. Yeah, sometimes. Everyone's right sometimes. <laughs> it's whatever. Spend your sparks, Fox. Yeah, man. Okay. So thank you, Fox, and uh, play us out. Yeah. Later, guys. <laughs>